Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Oh, uh, yeah, really. <clears throat> Lo siento. We got a good show for you this week. It started good. It, it, we, we actually really came out of the gate hot. We came I, out of the gate think, hot, and then it's election time. It's right after. We're election. in the middle of this thing. It's not it talking hot. I don't yet. think we really talked hot. All you fuckers, all seven of you know where we stand on this. Yeah. But I will certainly say we didn't rail against anything. No. This wasn't a big, like, We talked to about bile. what is going on. It was just an understanding of, like, whoa, this is some wild and crazy shit. And who knows? Wild and crazy shit. Wild and crazy shit. But you know, we we talked about what's going on. We talked about a number of other things. We got Tucker Tucker Carlson comes on the show tonight. He's got very. He elucidates (laughs) some wild shit for us. Yeah, and just to kill the joke, Mm -hmm. it was BPH. Yeah, BPH BPH. was in BPH tonight. The role of of of, uh, Tucker Tucker tonight. The role of Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson was played by BPH. BPH. I still haven't seen a perineum or. Perineum? Yeah, perineum. Still haven't seen a, a Rusty's. Now he's talking Rusty, about it. Rusty, just so you know, we're in case it hasn't been clear because we both are pushing for this. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is point your asshole towards the sun and find get, a and get a profile. Green. I want this to be on a putting green. Yeah, I need a flag because be. we know he's not wearing shoes. Right. Find a putting green. Mm-hmm. Find the sun, preferably when it's starting to either set or when it's on the rise. Yeah. So it needs to kind of be in the yeah. frame. Lay Bright on lighting. your back, yeah. point your asshole towards it, legs akimbo. Well, you don't need to, I don't think we need to like wide, the wider the right, funnier. Right, But, you know. And then have your spouse or a friend take a photo from behind. We don't want to see your asshole and your taint. Honestly, I was kind of hoping for an off profile a little bit. Like, like a side? From the, yeah, kind of. I was hoping for a three quarter. Okay. Like, just, just off, like, back and What off. I didn't want, though, is, like, you know, white girl at a pool that yeah. you know, with the straight down the look. Even if their we legs are spread, yeah. I don't want the... We don't want balls and tank. Yeah. We want, like, the back of your head. Yeah. All right? So, just... Get artistic with it. This is a this is a, it's a challenge. Yeah, and we're, it, we're hitting you with a challenge. It's the perfect time of year for it. It's not hot outside. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get, like, sweaty and uncomfortable doing it. Well, it's, it's nice and cool. I get sweaty and That's uncomfortable true. the minute That's I true. step out of a and car. And if you're doing this, like, on the 18th green and you've just walked 17, you're probably going to be out of breath. But yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. Everybody's got a smartphone. Snap a quick photo. You know, if you go out as a single and somebody ropes you into a threesome, now you're playing with three strangers you don't know, say, hey, <laughs> would one of you guys mind taking a picture of me while I sun my asshole? Sun my asshole. But if you say perineum, right. they might they go, might go. They don't know. They, they might know. go with it. But we got to wrap because I got a heart out here. WVCK! The BAM! Let's just let's talk about the election for a minute, and then we'll just not talk. You're about super it. serious about it. Your face is. I took a five-hour energy earlier. Yeah, you look weird. I, I feel like I told you. I feel like well, you're. No, no, no. I'm saying my hair off you, too. Yeah, that too. But it's not. It's not that. It's you have a general jittery. I feel. I feel like you're jittery. I took a five-hour energy. I know. It makes sense now. I'm I told gonna, you did, well, before we started. I said I feel like you're rushed, and you said. Well, I got a lot of things. We got to have a show because you get the daughters, all the scheduled yeah. stuff. But now it makes total sense. I, I had, you can ask me in my life how many five hour energies I had. Fucking one. And they <laughs> say that it's just like a cup of coffee. Yeah. Same caffeine. That might be true. But something about the deliter- delivery of the caffeine has to be different. Yeah. It's like if you condensed a cup of coffee 
and just sucked everything out but the caffeine, <clears throat> you, it's probably the same as what you get in a five-hour energy. But yeah. when you engineer it, I'm sorry. There, I was... Yeah, gave meth me, in there. Yeah. I, I, the shitty thing about five-hour and Red Bull that I've learned, because my brother-in-law was in town over the summer. He's a big Red Bull guy, and I found myself having one with him if I was dragging ass a little mm-hmm. bit. That they... And this I've looked this up. This is a real thing. The, those energy drinks and five-hour in, included will make you feel shitty if you don't have another one the next day. Like it's almost it's all it's not I won't call it an addiction but it is how in that, that how can that work? There's ingredients in uh, Red Bull, for instance. I think taurine's one of them where you you experience like 24 hour taurine withdrawal. So if you have a Red Bull a day, tomorrow oh, a day yeah. So this isn't like have a Red Bull once in a while. No, no. Like if you have Red Bull a day and you don't the next day, you'll feel a little shitty, and then if you have a Red Bull, you'll feel better. Go taurine, bro. Five hours, no different. So I'm I'm caught in this loop where I di- I got a I got poor sleep four or five days ago, and I had a five hour to make up for it the next day, and then as, like the day after around three o'clock, even though I had plenty of sleep and didn't drink the night before, I was like, fuck, I feel so tired. And I was like, and I know why. It's because I drank a fucking energy drink yesterday. I don't do energy drinks, and but I certainly don't asking do these. For one. It does, I don't like it. So short here. Yeah, this is. Kristen's not a fan either, but I told the girl... This is no good. The girl that... I, I actually really don't like this. I want to <laughs> stop. We can get off. I'll put my head back on. Yeah, please do. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Like, I don't... Well, here's the good news. I have lots of hair, and it'll and grow, it grows fast. And it'll grow back. I was going to say, if you'd let me finish, I hate this. I It's not... You know that scene... Is it because we're not on a team anymore? We're no longer team no, long hair? No, it has nothing to do with that. You know that scene... In Grand Budapest, where he's talking to the old lady towards the beginning, the one that he's fucking that ends up dying, getting killed. Yeah, yeah, Tilda and, Swinton. And she, yeah, Tilda Swinton, and she's but she's like ninety right. in makeup, and he noted he's in the middle of a, a, a diatribe, a Gustav H diatribe, and mm. he stops completely. Good Lord, what have you done to your nails? What is this varnish? And she says, "You don't like it." And he says, "It's not that I don't like it. I find it abhorrent. <laughs> like it's disgust. Like, yeah, yeah. I that's how I feel looking at this. Yeah, you don't, but." What I was going to say, and your caveat you've already put in there, is with you, like some, but certainly not me, you'll be back to looking fine in a month. Well, and that was the point. The girl, I've gone to see the same girl, woman, to cut my hair ever since I started wearing it long. Mm -hmm. Because prior to wearing it long, I was doing those hipster, high and tight, you know, Prohibition, right. prohibition the, era style well, haircuts. You were setting the trend, kind of the proud boy trend, well before. And I am proud to say that I was doing the old school cut before it became a thing. I can and then I that. abandoned it when mm-hmm. it, all of a sudden I was like, all of a sudden everybody in this bar has my haircut. Yeah. So when I decided to grow it out and start wearing it long, at a certain point, because I had never worn it long, it was really <sighs> snarly and mullety. And I was like, I need to get this cut into a shape. You know, and I remember as. Take, as, take your hat off. Let's let's have a look at this. As gay as, gay as it sounds. Because right now you've got hat hair. Yeah. So it's tough to say what this is. But if you if you're going to style this, what's your what's your plan? What where, what's just your, just wet. Here's the thing. Let me get let me get to let me finish my thought. I'm sorry. I found this I found this girl and I said I, I need I need a good hairstyle and I said as lame as this sounds I'm going to use like Matt McConaughey's hairstyle as a reference like that length you know like the Lincoln commercial length is a, that's kind of a it's what I'm shooting for because right now sometimes in life exactly it yeah. looks like I had a mullet so you she do goes, feel like you should be talking like that like you should be telling the 
I found this girl. Well, this isn't that hairstyle. And she told me that the stars were made of gas. <laughs> or something. I don't know. You don't know. Interstellar. Interstellar. What <laughs> Like, when you go on IMDb, you should, instead of getting, like, when you click on all filmography to figure out what he's been in, it should mm-hmm. just be him doing a Lincoln commercial, but only listing his movies. Yeah. You know? Contact. The one with Jodie Foster. Uh, Mighty Joe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my many regrets. So, anyways, you found this girl. So, she cuts my hair really well, and there was a time, like, three years ago before a wedding, where I went in for a cut. And she went and she did this. Mm. And when I was done, I was like, eh, it's shorter than I wanted it. But then I had all these great phases of growth after that where I really liked it. And so yesterday when I went and got it cut, I was like, I'm wearing a hat to work almost every day. And with as long as it was with a hat on, it just looks like a mullet. Like, you might see Tommy Fleetwood if you put on a baseball hat, but I just see mullet. When I put mine on, I have too much. I, I the you only have too thing, much hair now. I was gonna say the only difference, only thing that I wouldn't agree with there is that it's so much hair that it's it's on it, it can't be a mullet. Right. If you had this much hair coming out of the back of the hat, right, and it was a mullet, mm-hmm. it'd be like it'd be a sick mullet. It'd be vi- I'd be viral. Someone would see me at in line at Publix and be like. This guy is the mullet. I mean, on that note, if you ever decide to. Go back oh, if to I a ever short cut, man's haircut, I don't anticipate. Listen, I don't. I, I, I do know. I've had this fascination so many. Times. <laughs> the fascination for guys like myself, yeah. with super long hair. Typically, we know we're not going back. Once you've kind of, there's guys that can do this, and if you can do it, I like to hang on to it. I yeah. think it's fun. I'm not saying it like sets you apart, so to speak, mm. but I like having long hair for much the reason you said. You like the look of it when you dress. Like if I if I dress nice, I love long hair. Mm. I just think I think I watched. Legends of the Fall the other night, and I'm like, nah, I mean, yeah. You're you know? Brad Pitt? I'm Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'm a fat, I'm fat, but like, I can do it. Yeah. But the fascination to your point is, like, I'll turn to Leah, and I'll say, you know, if and when, which we both know is never, I decided. What if I went, like, full Joe Dirt? I, I mean, I've already said, I've just finished this Netflix show, Barbarians, which is great for mm. those, it's, some of you nitwits that listen won't be able to watch because you can't do subtitles. And you don't like any language that's not English. You know who you and are. And you know who you are. <laughs> but it's a great fucking show. But I kept thinking, like, if I was... Gonna, same scenario. I was like, if I ever cut my hair like a, on, a, on, a, on a goof, mm. I would do something for, like, a week. Yeah. Like a, like, and it would be, like, Germanic, where I would leave, like, the top, mm. all, all of it, and shave bone, like, go all the way yeah, to skin could, on the side. Just look and, up Maynard James... Keenan, like, from Tool. Yeah, of course. Just look him up. I mean, I would, I would, we would, we would go back to Mad Max and do a show, and I would have the, like, some kind of hair to At some point, you would have to narrow it down to the singer from live, like, completely bald, save for a rat tail. (sighs) Just go to that. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what your, my point is, (laughs) and your point about the, the growth is my point about the detraction. It's that you can work through the growth and have all these different phases, and I say to myself, if I ever cut this, I could start with, like, a mohawk mm-hmm. and then work my way down to just having this long disgusting like one or two you know not strands but like yeah. a minute amount of hair but so fucking long like yeah. it would just and just to fuck with people you know the what? Chinese look where you grow one out the side of your head that yeah. goes long you know what I'd like to see you do and you probably can this is great election coverage <laughs> we'll get there no 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 I'm actually saying oh, this it's is better than what's is, actually happening right yeah 
I would like, and you can probably do this now. I would like to see you do like just for a week with Willie Nelson braids. Oh, I've done it. Leah gave me the Willie Nelson braids. I, I don't I've think she gets it. I've though. seen you with like the Post Malone. Yeah, that was for stupid fun, and like, my niece and did that. I'm talking like full no, no. on so, Navajo. So about, Willie Nelson braids. About two months ago, watching a movie, I was like, "Hey, give me Willie braids," and it didn't take her any. It takes no time. You know, especially with the bandana look. Yeah, you know. So she did it, but I don't think she did it she, right. I don't. I'm not saying she didn't do it right. What the fuck do I know about braids? I know they look like braids, but mm-hmm. Willie's braids are fucking thick. Yeah, like they're she made forward. There's and they're thick. They're forward, but they're only like if you're talking about the shape. If and guys get the braids in your mind. I don't think we have any female listeners, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the brains into your mind. Uh, Emily, Macy, or any of you still out there? Kristen listens. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Kristen. Kristen I forget. She's our female listener. She's our female listener. But she needs to have her own. Like, we have all these characters. Yeah. We need to, like, every once in a while, like, propose a question to see if we're, like, hey, let's appeal to the one female yeah. listener and get and get some input on this. Well, and she would even say she's probably the wrong demo because she's, she's well, the she's kind married. of female that can hang out with the guys. Yeah, so. yeah she can talk about all the things that we talk about yeah. and with a plum and yeah. knowledge. Uh, but she made braids that it was, I don't, and again, cause I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. It was too many. Mm. So they looked skinny. Mm. They were long. They look like Willie. Was braids. it just two braids? Just the two. Yeah. yeah. Down there. And they, they sat thin. down. Yeah. They sat down. Hey, BPH, is BPH making an appearance. I, I, I want to be clear about this. I didn't say, Banks had to wear a mask. Oh. I simply said, if we do this with three people, I didn't want to do it in the office because we had that experience. It gets a little bit yeah. breathy, kind of hot in there. Mm. Uh, Burke's underwear didn't make it any, any more comfortable. <laughs> but nonetheless, it just got the, crowded. I think the UPS guy is about to walk in we'll, here. We'll, t- we'll take a safe sex because this looks awkward as fuck when this guy walks sure in. Sure does. <laughs> Before you press that button. We were talking about the Willie Nelson braids. Yeah, they were too, gonna... too skinny. Yeah, It was like she needed to take... More hair per braid. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Like each, like when you make braid, you make three strands, right? Yeah, you got to. So do they like, needed to be like she needed to take all the hair. So you had some hair that wasn't she, part of the no, braid. No, it was like I had that. It was before I did the shave underneath, mm. so I had that under hair, which mm. is no good. Yeah. So it just didn't look great, and I was thinking it needs like for it to be full on willy braids. I need like another. I think I need well, like the, a, about another year. This is a visual thing, but I can tell you from having done it to Albury's hair, for the true, like, Navajo willy braid, mm-hmm. you have to start with the outside and go in towards the face. That sets the direction. So, like, if you split it into three, and you have three here, the one farthest back has to be the first to cross, so that way the direction is forward. See, this is I'm not saying I'm going to braid your hair, but that's that's yeah, the I, way to do I'm it. I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I, I think BPH is, is with this. I, I think this is pod-worthy. When, it's at least photo when, when the laugh man gets his hair braided <laughs> by Golden Boys, and and and, and we'll walk, we'll, yeah, we'll walk through the process of yeah. you, you explaining how you have to pull that hair up. Yeah, and it's got to be wet. That'll make for great pot. If the hair we'll is wet, pod. it makes it easier. Is it supposed to be though? It makes it easier for the braiding. I would have thought opposite on that. Because yeah, then you can get it in a three clean strands. You don't have any fuzzy strays anywhere. It's all right there to grab and pull tight and braid. Hmm. So when I do Albury's, I always do it wet, and and then she wears it that way for a few days. Gotcha. And then when you take it out, you get like a fun. I don't know what this has to do with porn or golf. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I'm a fan. And, you know, I want to talk about something, especially with BPH here. Yeah. I introduced you to Gabby Carter. Doesn't mean I want blow-by-blow analysis on, on your times. Yeah. We'll call them your time with Gabby. That's yeah. a new segment on the show. Your time <laughs> should remain your time with Gabby. blow-by-blow. Blow. I just told you I cranked one to a UFC video. You told me too much. And then when I said in it, I said, you know, I don't need this. I yeah. think we can be independent of yeah. each other and on then this. I told you you came a, right back yeah. with, it was a real squirty mess yeah. or something then like that. That. Wasn't refer, that wasn't referencing me. That was What you knew would make me uncomfortable. I, I said think. it was a gushy video. Gushy video. Yeah, because she was real gushy. Yeah, yeah. and here's the thing. Yeah, no, you, you know I'm not a fan. The, you could hear the wet, slappy sounds coming out of her in that video. Is that, is some of that, what, what products are they using there? I think this was all natural. No. This was just a lot of spit. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I've seen enough of these videos, I'm, I'm making a stand on this. There's not a woman on the earth. It's gotta be. There's something in play here. I've seen their gushy, quote unquote, videos. Oil yeah. and um, whatever they do to make them wet. I'm just saying, this was a whop. And, and, and you had a good time. But my point is, I'm glad. I'm glad that you and Gabby you know, have a personal relationship now. You know, this is like my sister-in-law now. telling me she doesn't like farts. If you if you let me know what bothers you, I'm just going to double down. I'm not. Because I'm I think it's funny. we have enough. I think we share enough. We both know enough. Every All seven listeners know enough about. I'm just saying, if, about, you, if you let it be known that something is bugging you, much like not, the citizen of the world listen, joke, it's going to come back a lot. I don't care about that. And welcome to the show, Alan. It's been a thing for like fucking 140 <laughs> episodes so good. now. I'm so glad we finally called citizen of the world douchey. Like, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I think we cleared this up when I said it in episode seven. I know. I think I prefaced the comment. Well, I know this is a douchey thing to say, but... Anyways, we were on to uh, the uh, the election topic that we had before we came on the air. Because <laughs> I think talking about I think this is wops. really good. Uh, the guy that made revenge porn videos admitted to it. I guess he got in some trouble. Mm. Won his Kansas election. I think he's going to be Democrat, right? <laughs> no, uh, he ran opposed after winning the Democratic primary for a Kansas legislature against a seven-term incumbent. So it was a Democrat. But more interesting, it says, this is what I didn't know, and the only part of it I really want to talk about. Uh, Aaron Coleman, also known as the guy who admitted to bullying, revenge porn, and blackmailing of multiple girls while in middle school. Mm. I wanted to not make it seem like I'm reveling in this or or giving him a high five. Right. What kind of revenge porn are we making in middle well, schools this these is days? Why BPH so I asked you. <laughs> I asked you, and now we get to why BPH was here. I ask you, what the fuck kind of revenge porn, if you want to call it that, would they have been making at Roswell Middle, or in my case, I don't know what that it was. Was Northwestern? Whatever, Northwestern, or or Shiloh Middle School. For I mean, revenge porn for me, as I told you, would have been like maybe at best. Mm. Maybe a hand job on video. Yeah. I don't know how you no no camera phones. So someone's setting up a tripod. Yeah, in this scenario, in a the seventh grade, camera. a video camera with many tapes, which they would have had to <laughs> with many tapes that they would have had to been real kind of cunning about because yeah. it's not theirs. Mom and dad's camera. You can't just Very like Dennis. shoot Very something. Dennis Reynolds of them to set up a hidden camera. Right. What would they have been making at Northwestern Middle School? I don't know. I do, add to your point, I remember the first time I heard about a blowjob was in seventh grade. Oh, ours wasn't a blowjob. I can tell you, I can drop a name. I mean, I don't think she's a listener. I'll, I'll just, we'll names. call her Tara because that's, that's her fits. name. <laughs> 
But I remember in the first, tra- first, Tara, Tara being first, the first or second sex day tracks as much as your brother drinking mead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like sounds right. Taylor Martin to mead is, is Tara, Tara to, to early sex. Early sex. <laughs> <laughs> so, like early, I think it was like right after the school year started. I don't know. Some of the cool kids had apparently thrown a party. And again, in the seventh grade, I don't really know what the fuck was going on at this party. But two things happened. Angel Dust was in play, mm. which I, I mean, I heard Angel Dust. I don't know what the fuck that is. I remember being like, oh, no, but so not knowing what does. <laughs> yeah, knowing now, we had a bunch of riggedy crickets running around the party. Oh, that is a weird-tasting joint. It's I don't, not, it probably is. Isn't is is Angel Dust PC? yeah, PCP? Okay, so there's some the, PCP the in play. It's Jersey Shore joint. That's a weird-tasting joint. It's not a joint. It's PCP. You like to get wet. It's like, no, it's like Max Grofman. Give me my angel dust now. I'm like, oh, ooh, buddy. <laughs> now, how many did these crack rocks out of my ass? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, baby, dude. No, but that's there were some... That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. They Okay, so there was PCP in play. Yeah. And and what the, the hot news. Is I mean, this... this, this and to think time? about it... No, this was in middle school, Shiloh. Okay. To think about it at the time was like, this was just, this was door-knocking news Mm. in the school. Tara got finger-banged. Now, Mm. that's how it was told to me. She was fingered. Everyone fingered. It was like every day, all day as the news circulated. Nothing in the story changed. You know how, like, modern day, any day, Mm. the news, as it gets relayed, gets more and more salacious? Yeah. It didn't really get more and more salacious. It was just Tara got fingered. It was the term that got more interesting. Did you hear about Tara got fingered. It was like the th and the gird got yeah. like more and more pronounced. Uh, she got fingered. Like, and everyone was so fucking hyped about this. She and got like, fingered at a party, right? At a, at a, a yeah. party where apparently angel dust, where cr- riggedy cricket was running around giving people ringworm, and Tara yeah, got fucking fingered. <laughs> and you're over there like, I mean, that's cool. I got a blowjob from a mom. But <laughs> Oh, it didn't start that early. <laughs> Jesus. But it wouldn't have surprised me. If in the did. seventh grade, I, um, come on. I think you you know me. Were you in Airwalks in the seventh grade? Yeah. Did you, uh, that was yeah. the sixth grade? Well, yeah. no, I learned my lesson. See, I, I got bullied, what but I, I learned the, early. the Olympics outfit? First day of middle school. <laughs> sixth grade? First day of middle school. Sixth grade. Oh, and listen, it's it's so funny you bring it up. I was just telling <laughs> talking about this. I was like... Bullying, because I was watching this comedian, and he had a good take on bullying. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I got bullied, but it was only for, like, a few days, really. Yeah. Like, spread out over time. And I did. I was like, and looking back on it, I deserve that shit. I was wearing fucking Airwalks with an Olympics. Now, I won't. Like, I look like Polly Walnuts <laughs> in I Airwalks. Uh, I won't. I won't shit on the Airwalks because I think Airwalks... They were very nice. I liked those shoes. I, th- I think they still hold up as a shoe style. They're basically what Vans That's all are. they are now. Yeah. I'm, uh, one, one in ten Airwalks... I do think we need somebody... Motors, uh, motorcycles. Producer Skate Burke, works. somebody, hop on eBay and find like an adult men's large or extra large 96 Olympics tracksuit. It's probably expensive so, as fuck. Well, maybe, if you found that not. thing, it'd probably be like $300. We yeah. have mine. If but, you can get a small <laughs> human into it, I'll probably have... Well, I want to see you in one present... Yeah. <laughs> Not that small. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I was like, if I look, if I flash my mind back to that first day, of course I'm going to get kicked yeah. in the shin for no reason. Yeah. Just because that guy's angry, his dad left. I know this all. I know all this information about it now. Right. Like I, I have a crystal clear look at my bully and why I was bullied. He was unhappy in life. You know. Yeah. Like I said, dad left. Mom's a drinker. 
he struggles with these things. He's at home doing terrible stuff. So, so he decides to kick the kid who's wearing airwalks and a dark, dark green, evergreen yeah. Atlanta 96. They probably made that, that you, swoosh I, sound. You're not going anywhere without someone knowing about it <laughs> well in advance. Yeah. yeah. I'm picturing the And I was suits. so excited about this thing. I'm picturing the track suits that um, Catherine O'Hara and... Uh, Fred Willard from uh, Fred Ward waiting Ward, for waiting, That's what yeah, I picture. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Doing yeah. the opening scene the where they're she was. when they're when they're doing their scene. Yeah. From that, it's exactly like joggers. Thanks. Are you wearing joggers? Yeah. Joggers have become a trend now, where the the pant is cinched at the bottom. For a it's while, okay. for a while, that was a really nerdy thing to do. Like if you look at those jogging track suits from that era, they were all cinched well, ankle track like a suits. Thing more than anything. There was a stretch of time where it was just not yeah, done. Yeah, but now it's come back. Everything's done. It can be said about everything. Yeah. Uh, this isn't cool. That Bottom it line, seventh grade was the first time you heard about a fingering. Yeah. Did and anyone I, go into the amount of fingers used? It, I told you it never got there. Oh. The story never... In fact, I, it just kind of like fizzled from there. Now, mm. it was also like... That didn't happen. There was a few of those coming mm. from the internal group. The, fr- the Friends of Terra. Yeah, the fake news angle of, like, that didn't happen. So Tara's group's trying to spin the story. Yeah, they were, yeah. well, it really depends. <laughs> Spinning the story depends on perspective. It seems like everyone else had a spin. Right. And then they're saying, that didn't happen. But it just, I find, over the years later, I find, you know, I found her to be far more sexually active than most. So it seems right. like it wasn't so far-fetched. And again. I can't say it happened, but I can say over the next few years, nothing that transpired would make me think that it didn't. And Does I, that make I, sense? I think the lesson here for the pod listeners, especially for those who may have children in the future, don't name your daughter Tara. It's never going to go anywhere. <laughs> Do you know a Tara that's not... I mean, who's the highest... Ter- What's the highest Tara? Tara Reed? Reed? That's not good. <laughs> Tara, I knew we would get to Tara yeah, Reed, Tara but I was Reed hoping that there would be... Well, that's the only well, one. That Tara Patrick... Me. Lovely, Tara but Patrick, the porn star. Porn, no, yeah. That she's on a, she's up there. Still, if if, you're, I, if your goal is to can you keep imagine? your children away from sex, Tara <laughs> Patrick's not the. Can best you imagine if you're Tara Reed and you think like you go to a Google list, most famous Taras, you're <laughs> on there, but Tara Patrick's above you. Oh, right. What a so. wonderful feeling that is for me, <laughs> but knowing that she's looking at that. Yeah. And then might but who is this bitch? And then has to go watch these wonderful videos. Yeah. Well, the thing about Tara Patrick, as lovely as she she's bad was now, in her prime, yeah. she was married to that Biohazard dude who like who was from who was from the heavy metal band Biohazard, and and then he got into porn, and then for like a ten year window, oh, no. he was the only male that could uh, do her in the videos. That's the worst. And Jim and Jameson had a period like that with that other male porn star. It's just no good. Yeah. It's no good. It's no bueno. But in my seventh grade experience, I remember hearing uh, that, well, I'll use their names, Paul, my friend Paul, had gotten a blowjob from Jessica. Ooh. And it I mean, world word traveled fast. And, yeah. and that... And was it true? <clears throat> it was true. And this um, was in the what grade? Seventh grade. Oh. Got my first hand job in seventh grade. Man, y'all, Attracts. y'all are living the high life. Um, I was afraid of Christ, so I didn't... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I'm, I was a follower of Christ at the time. It was. I was uh, really afraid of Jesus at that yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, I, fear of Jesus. I had That's more, a whole other thing I had to, more to of discuss. The fear of God than the love of God. Like mm. I think Brian and Banks, they're going on like 
youth retreat beach trips. Like I'm gonna finger bang a girl on the ocean, and Jesus loves me. And I was more, I was more like, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> hell sounds really bad. People that finger bang go there. You know, I mean, my parents took me to the Heaven's Gates Hell's Flames play at four years old, where they show the devil dragging children from their parents into hell. I saw this at four. It was yeah. Yeah, there's a reason. Wait a minute. Why have we not discussed this in the past? <laughs> this show that they went you. That's definitely why you don't like Christ now. It's why well, I don't like any of them. I don't know if one event can be tracked to the lack of... At four years old... But it certainly can be a, ge- a Genesis tale. At four years old, my parents took me to our uncle's church, the church that would eventually become our home church, to see a play, a very... You know, I would say a uh, high production value play mm-hmm. for a local church called Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames. Right. And Heaven's the play, Gates, Hell's Flames. The play is a series of tragic deaths followed by, um, what's the what's the book where your name might be in it or might not be? Like when you die, you go in the... Book of Eli? I don't know. Whatever. In the, That's a know, movie. I'm sorry. This woman named Paula played the... I, I, we eventually became members of the church, so I eventually met all these people. But this woman was, was this the crazy church? The one I where they went, went down to. the fucking aisles yeah, the doing hoopla. Oh yeah. man, I had a blast going to those. <laughs> this so so. There's a family of four. It's a dad, a mom, and two kids, and they're in a car. Oh, and then the car crashes <laughs> and lights cut out. Next thing you know, there's fog everywhere, and there's an angel with the book of names, uh-huh. and she. Oh, this is wonderful. And then she points to the dad and the mom, and she gestures. Lovingly to the left, where heaven is. So mom and dad but got it. But then she points to the son and the daughter, and she points to hell. And then demons and the devil come out of a hole in the ground and drag children into hell. Why were the children going? Because they weren't saved. Wow. And that ser- that kind of no, series of events... Uh, I, BPH was right. This, this is the <laughs> event. It started it. And that's just one example. There's like 13 more that follow. It's, it's, so these are like little vignettes. Yes, yeah, little vignettes okay. of hey, if you weren't, if you don't know Christ, and the devil, and you were four, yeah, Jesus. and the devil in this play, who, funny enough, eventually became the children's church pastor, Fred. Mm. Uh, like uh, no, terrifying. <laughs> Come on, God. This guy. This guy. His name was Fred. Damn it, Saddam. Cabot. Was that it? Cop? I don't remember. He had acting experience, and he knew how to do stage makeup. His devil makeup was terrifying. His teeth were black. He was terrifying, and the demons were, they're like fucking Harry Potter demons, like mm-hmm. black shrouds, no faces, and they're dragging people apart, mm-hmm. like kids separated from parents. And then these vignettes just go on and on and on. Next thing you know, it's high school students, and they're drinking in the car, and they all go to hell. <laughs> and, like, as a kid, when you're watching, you're just hoping that when you see the next death that they get to go see Jesus, who, funny enough, was played by Tony, our uncle. Nice. Uh, with no beard, which was weird looking. But at the end of that play, I was like, I need Jesus. I don't want to. And so for the rest of my life, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get dragged into a hole in the ground. The, we had, I didn't have anything like that. Per se, I certainly had the the things they did in school where they would set up a, a gory crash site on prom night. Right, but that's not hell. No, that's, that's reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, my, that's four I, years listen, old. I'll now, say, flash forward at the to churches 15, I went to. I never got anything like that. Mm-hmm. I got they would do what you would call, I guess, the passion play. Yeah, which was fairly that was every Easter they would do the passion play, but the, they had a church tradition mm-hmm. where. Uh, every year Jesus had to be played by a different member of the church 
So That's often true. they wouldn't have that, that right person within the talent pool of people who would normally go up on stage mm. and do. With your hair length, I'm surprised Leah's not like putting your name in the slot for Jesus in some local church. You play. know what the crutch is. <laughs> well, we can we can microblade that in. Hey, like Kristen I said, in the microblading. Like, like I said, my our uncle Tony had no beard and played yeah, Jesus. But like you said, it didn't work. It's weird. Looking. It didn't work. But they. Uh, it was great to watch the year by year because you just you had it was like volunteers had to come out of the audience to mm. play Jesus. So it took on this kind of like on its own. It was already kind of a show to see right. who would take the reins of Jesus this year, and and then it just got progressively so bad. Mm-hmm. That they finally had to appoint a Jesus, and it was the same guy after that for years. Uh, To the point, a guy with no beard and balding would end up like being the only guy that would take the the role of. And and guys that you'd have one guy one year who would be great (laughs) at projecting, right? right? He'd sound or saying like talking as these people like to imagine Jesus talked, even though we know he was speaking in a language that would have fucking lost him a long time ago. (laughs) <laughs> they love this guy who could beam. Whereas right. the next summer, they'd have a guy, and then John said, and like he would quote script. It'd be like Jesus, and then people, Jesus don't sound like that. Like, well, or no, any of these of people, course he doesn't. Brown at all? Not <laughs> even close. One guy, my favorite guy, my favorite Jesus they ever did. My dad will tell you this is, this is so funny. They chose a guy that was bald on top, but had that like full. Still side thing going yeah. on. And he was a nice guy. He used to set up sound stage. He was back of the house kind of guy. I was going to say, the guy you're describing, just from the hairstyle alone, is definitely a sound guy. Yeah, back of the house guy, yeah. but he had a great beard. Black polo to go with, every So Sunday. bald on top with the hair on the sides and a good beard. And they finally said, hey, yeah, we're in a pinch here, Tim or John or whatever. You know the words. You know the words. You've done this show. You've seen the show. And he, he reluctantly agrees. But he, it was. Well, I guess I'll play Jesus. <laughs> that was the problem. You know, it was like he was so timid, but he sounded like he was. Like, Blessed are the cheese makers. His, he would like he'd be on stage, and he would get so nervous. And then when they, you know, there's the great scene, the big culminating scene of any passion play is the crucifixion. So he's, right? he sounded like the villain from the Robert uh, Robin Hood cartoon. Kind Blessed of. Are the- <laughs> Bless your heart, mate. Bless your heart, mate. I will inherit the I earth. I will inherit the earth. Yes. And so, and my favorite Robin was the, the big culminating the scene. <laughs> yeah. Here comes Southern Jesus there. Up and down the road. No, but the big culminating scene they, 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 is, of course, the crucifixion. Uh-oh. We got hotlines coming into the, the studio here. This is interesting. Yeah, I knew the other sister would get all hyped. But they every year it was terrible because you know, you're not it's not one, it's not a real crucifixion, which would be far more entertaining. Like let's commit to this. <laughs> yeah. People like people in Mexico, some parts of Mexico actually do this where like every year people are chosen to go through the wounds of Christ, as it were. They but go not, through the hands. But not the suffocation part. No, not the actual death, but they go through the nails and the hands and the feet. They do mm. that as yeah. some kind of but this is, I always used to think as a kid, like, if I, when I was young, I would always watch this with a sense of, like, I'm laughing on the inside, but I can't let those around me know that, right? right. I had to be, this is serious, head down, Jesus, crucifixion, the whole, you had to put the routine, hands crossed, yeah. somber, yeah. this is Jesus time. But inside, I was like, ah! 
look at this fucking guy, like the whole time. I remember, any, I remember, but when they raced him on this cross, <laughs> and it was like obvious that yeah. his little, like he was just up there, like he had more leverage than he needed to. The, the, right. the hands were like down here. It was like that doesn't even look right. And he was yeah. like, he was like, it's okay, my brothers, we will be together in heaven. Uh, I mean, Father, forgive, Father, me. forgive, <laughs> for they know not what they do. Men ride. <laughs> Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest. That's what we need to do. A Robin Hood over the path. Here comes Judas walking through the garden, kissing on Jesus just every little day. Well, there was some there was some famous Southern guy whose voice cracked a lot who did like the Sheriff of Nottingham's voice. Well, he was in all those Disney. Yeah, he was in all those old. He played like the dog. Where'd he go, partner? <laughs> that guy was playing. Tonight, the role oh, of Jesus. Roger, uh, uh, is it Roger Miller? He was the guy who did all the songs. I don't know about that. I just know when I when you go when you when you go look at the you know the, the filmography of those things, it's like the same six people, right? And did every voices, but. I, yeah. remember, I remember seeing crucifixion plays, and I was always—I remember thinking, like, "How are they doing that?" And then one day, I was out—I was backstage, and I saw the cross, and I saw that the nails were actually like mm-hmm. a horseshoe shape that yeah, they could rest their rest, palm yeah. in. But I mean, that's the church that we eventually became members of. It was a of. rowdy place, man. Mom would get would come out there to visit that church, and I remember being like, when I didn't know because you remember back in the day, as we've discussed, I used to like do roving churches. I was always yeah. at a different church, yeah. so you never knew what you're going to get. For you could blow be, jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. always, always. Where's the moms? Where's the moms? <laughs> but we would get. The, I can't have sex with you. Cause, cause I love Jesus, it. It's I like can't, we can't have sex. You can suck on my dick. <laughs> suck on my dick in the in the prayer room. Are you a mom? <laughs> Uh, I was this generalization sex. that I'm just out there, just even at in, in the seventh grade, <laughs> plotting my fucking milky blowjobs. Moms, but you've often said that like you just did blowjobs because you knew you could get away with that. Was, I just Christ, I did it. You get away with listen, it. I did it out of fear. Right. I, I had a fear that I would bust some girl up because I didn't know like how anything worked really. So I was like, of course. I, I remember saying like, with my luck, I know that the minute I get inside. One, I'll explode because I, I could kind of tell based yeah. on the blow drop track record so yeah. far that a real vagina was just going to be one and punch and, and you know in and out. You know what I'm saying? Punch yeah. in, punch out. How many pumps? It, well, well, one pump in, one pump out. <laughs> and, then, and then I pushed back in and then I just rested. <laughs> just stayed there. It just it got warmer it and got wetter. Warmer and wetter. It was it was okay. No, I didn't. You know? I have a funny time visual. Like, we were church hopping. I was just looking for girls to get blowjobs from because I couldn't have sex. Yeah. I have a question. I've always wondered. Mm-hmm. You guys talk about it all the time. Kind of kind of <laughs> zoom in so we can all seven people can hear your question. Six now. Yeah, um, Ooh, that's a good point. We've reduced our listening ship. <laughs> were any or all of the mom blowjobs better than the regular blowjobs? The regular age. The regular age blowjobs. Ten times better. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh yeah, I mean, and and let me say, some of these were horrible looking women. With age but comes they, experience. And I, what I found was not just with the age comes experience. You have to factor in, like the fat fatty that used to blow me occasionally at my friends' parties. <laughs> I mean, she was a big woman, and she was already in her mid to late forties, and hungry, and often hungry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Yeah. You could tell that she didn't always look like this 20 years ago. Mm. And I actually knew she had used to be a pretty woman, so I knew that there was. She probably had that, you know, fun time 20s uh-huh. where she learned a lot, right? Yeah. Then she probably blew up with kids. I know she did. She got pre fat. Mm-hmm. 
that changes your game because now yeah. guys aren't coming after that pussy no more. They're coming after something if they're coming after anything at all. Right. She had to adapt her game, and you could tell that right. there's an insecurity this, there. Oh, but they know that it's like anything else. They have to make up for. All right, I am too fat to be desirable for sexual purposes, really. Mm-hmm. So they might still plug me, but it's only about the nut. There's yeah. like, in fact, they're like closing their eyes, holding their nose, and, and just pumping you know, away. I'm a, I'm a mom. I'm older. I'm older. I'm a mom. It's, it's not as sexy as it ever is. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. This yeah. whole selling people on the idea of milfing—it's not. It's not the sexy part. <laughs> but she had to like transform her skill, and you could just. I remember the first one. I was like, this is a professional blowjob. <laughs> like, you could tell there was none of the... And I'm not saying that all the blowies I'd had up to that point had been, like, substandard. I didn't yeah. have much to go off of. Yeah. But a girl that's just starting, it's a one-trick pony mm. for the most part. It's in, out, in, out, maybe some hand if they get mildly adventurous. I'm this talking about why, both it, at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is why it's important uh, to... Yeah, I got you. We got... <laughs> I don't need BB expected. Just no, no. They're like, when they get it, and then they, then they, oh, and then they're ball. Like, they, no, like stop, it, I like stop. It, I like it when they cup the balls from behind <laughs> and almost mash it towards their lip when they go down to the root. We get it. I call it the goatee where they take my balls. No, but this is why it's important. And again, if I had a son, this is the kind of thing I would say to him at a certain age. Like, you need to communicate what you like because. When I thought you were honestly about to say, girl, son, you need to pick out the fatties. No, no, well, no. Start with the fatties. No, Slay but some I, told fatties. You, I told you many episodes ago, if I had a I know, son, I know at ninth, I'd be like, be pick nice the early, to the homely be, girls. Be nice to the homely girls, we know. Because they'll know. come back around. No, but I would say, like, communicate what feels good. Because mm-hmm. when you're 17, getting your first blowjob from a girl who's giving her first blowjob, mm-hmm. she has no idea. Mm-mm. And if you're, it's not going to be good if you don't tell her. I would agree with you, but the big hole in that is that no 17-year-old girl, in my opinion, that I've ever met, mm-hmm. is really that open to that kind of dialogue. Well, because if a, you say, right. cause if you say, hey, no, that feels good, like, do that. Like you start giving the right. pointers. If you start direct, if you're the director to your own blowjob movie, sure. she's gonna start to think I'm doing this all wrong. Yeah, she's gonna get in her head, and then it'll get in so her here's, head. So here's the best advice then. And if you have a the son, the best advice is just sit back and get your blowies relax. as they come. Sure, that would be that's, my that's advice. That's the most practical advice for for everybody else who wants to be a little less practical. If you have a son, tell them this: find a gay man, mm-hmm. a gay a gay classmate in mm-hmm. seventh, eighth, ninth yeah, grade. Yeah, out them in front of everybody. No, no, yeah. don't out them. But find them mm-hmm. and become very good friends with them mm. so that when you get your first girlfriend as a freshman, you can introduce her to your gay best friend and then they can become friends and your gay best friend can tell her all about how to suck a dick. Too many obstacles. <laughs> Kid can can turn not gay That's true. on you and now he's got a really nice personal relationship with your girl. I'm not saying that people, gay people turn ungay. I'm not saying that that, that that never happens. But yeah. what if we don't know what this this guy could be an angle? You could didn't be spend this guy's angle. In my church it happened a lot. I, well, there you go. Yeah, pray the gay away. But nonetheless, I'm just I don't know. There's a lot of ins and outs to this. But so, to answer the yeah. original question, every with one exception, mm. every older woman that ever performed the deed, there was a cigarette was one noticeably there. different. But there, I remember you saying last week there was one where they had like, cigarette. I just know, said with one exception, yeah, it, your and that and that, like that that wasn't skill related. Right. It was just kind of ooey gooey. Yeah. I don't like the smell of my my you know c- my cigar I'm ashtray a lot penis of right dark now. Dark eye makeup on this one. Uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the oldest. 
I, I am so happy Leah 60s? doesn't listen to this. Sixties? <laughs> well, not yet. Uh, so you flash forward from age. She's probably in the mid early sixties. Wow. She was really hot though. Wow. Was she? Saggy? She might have been late fifties though. Was she saggy? No. Mm. Oh, wow. No. She, she had like tight. no fat on her, but this was not a situation where it was like that. There, there wasn't a lot else to. Wait, you to, weren't into a fat girl. That's funny with y'all's generalizations. There's been some fatties, okay? There's been some fatties. How, how close have you gotten to a true Lizzo? <laughs> oh, man. No, I've, 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 uh... We're just going to shit on me? If this is the no, episode... I'm going to say I got a bad one for myself. I was going to say, if this is going to be a shit on me, I, 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 I saw a picture of Lizzo on election day mm-hmm. where she's draped in nothing but an American flag. The flag, flag. yeah, I saw that one. And it's it's tough to look at. It's not pleasant to look at. I, every time I look at something with her, whether it was her outfit of being on Halloween as the fly on Mike Pence's head, or it was this um, newest one with the flag on Election Day. Right. I, I'm not trying to throw. Sh- I know she doesn't listen, and I'm not trying to uh, like start Lizzo, a shit. Please subscribe. I'm. Not, I, this is. It, it's just me being brutally honest. Every time I see a picture of her doing something like this, I'm like, that's cool that she gets out there. Mm. But it look. She just. You look like you need a shower, like, or maybe I need one. I'm just like yeah. I, I just have nasty thoughts, and I know it's about that, but my in my own head, I, I've I've been with one that would surpass Lizzo. Hmm. I say I've been with one. I've never been with one. I let one. I let one. like there's I like how there's like an element of like I'll allow this. Come here, oh, fatty. Uh, I'll allow this uh, to happen. What was your name, Tara? <laughs> Let's, let's let's slow down here a minute. I'm not gonna have sex with you. Yeah. But if you want, you can give me a blowjob in the yeah. bathroom at this party. And they all said yes. <laughs> they all said yes. The thing about I'm a, I'm a, I was a terrible person. I I, the I about, used the Lord's name to to only get BJ's for a while. Not like his personal name. I'd say like, but well, I can't yeah, have sex with back, you because of Jesus. To so. go back to the original subject at hand. You go, I'm at four years old watching the devil drag children into hell. Mm-hmm. And then we become members of that church. And that's the same church where at 14 or 15, my parents did a promise ring ceremony with me to make sure I waited till marriage to have sex. This makes so much this sense. This one over here, they're like, do anal. That way they don't get <laughs> pregnant. But with me, it's like, mm, you need to wait. I'm like, between the three sons you had, I'm mm-hmm. the one who needed to wait the least. Mm-hmm. These two were fucking high school pussy hounds. <laughs> And I was an awkward goth kid who didn't know how to socialize, living in fear of the devil. I don't think he said it's your fault. He's, he's drawing a... a the, the, I'm saying of the three the kids that they had, I was sense, the one though. they needed to police about sex. You the were least. the first. Yeah. The first is, that's the only part of this equation that matters. Yeah. You were the baby boy. I had to protect you. So we're going to give you this promise ring. And look what they did to you yeah. mentally. <laughs> Whereas, like you said, by the time Banks rolls around, they're fucking well-heeled in this. No, and they're I, saying, I, I, like you yeah. said, hey, look, the butthole's an option. <laughs> we would prefer that option. <laughs> no, it's it's like uh, when my when I used to be a cigarette smoker and my grandmother would give me shit about it, I'd be like, you smoked cigarettes with the windows up when I was two in your Nissan Sentra. Like, mm-hmm. this is your fault. Mm-hmm. you know. And it's a joke, but it's there's some truth there. Like, maybe I liked mm-hmm. the smell from an early age because of you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, whenever my parents are like, well, if, it never comes up anymore. But if it did come up, like, a lack of church-goingness, it'd be like, this is your fault. <laughs> like, do I need to highlight all the... You need to just- listen to episode 142 <laughs> and where we talk... What's the name of the show? No, I'm serious. What's the name of the, the show you went and saw? Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames. Heaven's Gates, 
Hell's Flames. To yeah. take a four-year-old to this is the is what I'm. I'm more interested in that. That like, was what was more, the rationale? The twine. Let's. I let's don't take think there Brent. was rationale. I think it was our recently deceased Uncle Bobby's attempt at getting my parents to join the church yeah. and to scare his youngest nephew at the time into Christ. Right. I just what I was. Which it worked. I, I was the first one at the altar at four. Like I oh, want yeah, Jesus because yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, which makes a whole lot of sense. But I'm saying when when mom would. We would be doing our roving, and then we'd wake up on the. On, I think there was only like two or three occasions mm-hmm. in all those years where she would say, "Hey, we're gonna go." And it was always fun because it was like, hey, "We're gonna go see um, Uncle Hoyt and Aunt Susan, and, and, yeah. and Brent's gonna be there. We're gonna go to church." And I remember like that's much cooler than whatever yeah. we probably had planned. And if you're not a Pentecostal, you see, get a show. You so get the, speaking in the tongues first time, and all that. When I'm headed out bullshit. there, you could have told me Pentecostal. That meant the same to me as Presbyterian, Methodist, sure. Baptist non-denominational I had no idea what the fuck was about to happen after that I was like we need to come here way more because I I remember halfway through mom having to whisper in my ear I know this is a little scary but it's okay they're not crazy she had to tell me these people aren't crazy this was the same church that Brian whispered into your mom's ear in the middle of a church service he just like pulled her down close it's pin drop quiet because church service is Mm -hmm. happening and he just whispers into her ear for no reason, Hey, Gary, butthole. <laughs> butthole. 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 <laughs> Got bone in it. For no reason. Same church. That makes sense, too. I bet he still does that. leans over to Laura. Butthole. 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 Hey. It's a special night, babe. <laughs> what, she, what do you mean? Butthole. Time to drop a digit. <laughs> It's our yearly butthole. I'm going to need a digit drop. Digit drop. Today. <laughs> butthole. No, but but was, that church, I was there enough as a young person and a teenager and even a young adult. Like It was like fucking clockwork. You'd walk in, meet and greet, praise and worship music for half an hour, take a break. Pastor Dennis Lacey goes up, greets everybody, says hello. And like clockwork, this old lady named Irene, I want to say, she just start gibberishing, and as a kid, it's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then well, your parents, speaking, your parents, you're, not, like, you're speaking in tongues. It's speaking in tongues. You're it's, not speaking in any language. It's, it's, it's your for, own it's private the, love language. It's the, got. it's the fulfillment of. It's not coming from something you're thinking. It's not. It's coming from the Lord. It's, it's the something Holy Spirit in speaking you in you and outwardly causing expressing actual words. No, no, you're, you can literally, and that's what these people are doing. I have a big same sounds. And, and once again, I, I'm super glad that Lee is not a listener anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I, her yeah. and I have a mega difference on this. Yeah, because she looks at it biblically and mm-hmm. says, "Well, that's a thing." Mm-hmm being overcome and the spirit takes you and you yeah. just speak in tongues and I say no it's not it's not a thing <laughs> it's people outwardly seeking attention yeah. and wanting to feel like others are looking at them as they are being spoken through yeah. with the Holy Spirit and it's too to which I could say anything yeah. let me say say because he's looking very confused I mean speaking in tongues as I've seen it is mm-hmm. to his point is everything it's like Nothing. It's noise. It's yeah. not speaking. It's, it's, not, it's not even gibberish. Yeah. Like listening to Segura Ross is gibberish. That's right. not a language. Yeah. This is it was, attention seeking. And, and not only is it attention seeking, because it was obvious this is a sad little old lady, <laughs> and she does it every Sunday. Like you can't be filled. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you can't be filled with the spirit 
to the I point the good where you're going go down on me in tongues every Sunday <laughs> right after worship. There's no way. But I got the love. I got the love. I got the love. I got the good Lord go down on me. <laughs> the good Lord is going down on you? <laughs> Will you bless me? Uh, no. No. Love God. I'll give you shoes. <laughs> For the Sony fans, you're welcome, Burke. <laughs> yeah, Alan, you'd you'd love it if you'd fucking RBK. You might like it. If oh, that's you right. Started watching. Is it, it. RBK? It's that's RBK never that just is not on board for whatever uh. reason. Fact checker loves it. No, but it's like clockwork. This woman named Irene would do it, but equally so in terms of the attention seeking in the Pentecostal church, you can't have tongues without interpretation. So she would gibber for three minutes and then tell and then, us. It, and then you have to wait. <clears throat> in silence and then some old man it was usually one of two of the same old men on the other side of the sanctuary my children my children and and he he, he would, would do the translating he would interpret what just happened and as a kid hmm. i remember thinking this is weird and then it just becomes baked in as part of your faith at that church and that is ultimately what made me start going i don't think i believe in any of this yeah, snake handling after that well Support no because the poops. Well, flash forward to a teenager when I'm actually a member of the youth group and participating in Bible studies, and I'm with a group one night. This was extracurricular, and for whatever reason, the, the group got on this tangent, and they're making fun of what Mormons believe. Oh, we've done this, yeah. And I was like, well, everybody in this room believes that, that Irene lady is speaking a love language and that it gets interpreted, <laughs> and that's just as ridiculous. <laughs> If you think about it, and they're like, uh, no, that's real. I'm like, says oh. who? <laughs> says Maureen or yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> and the guy that they did the script with and that's on Thursday I, yeah, at Waffle House. I had that Christopher. I'm going to do the... Yeah. And then you're going to say, brothers and sisters. Yeah. And that's when I had that Christopher Hitchens moment of like, if there's a thousand gods and I don't believe in any of them, and you just don't believe in 999, like that makes a lot of sense. you know. So I eventually you know, left. But yeah, that church... I, fucking, I, mean, I always had a good time there. Obviously, well, yeah, you, I, were, you were a rando. Yeah, you I got to come in. You weren't forced. There. I got to come in and honestly look at it as the sideshow that it was. It was a sideshow, and I enjoyed that because you have to imagine the week before I, I often was sitting in a Presbyterian church yeah. where nothing happens for two hours. Yeah, literally, you just sleep for two hours. They sing the droney songs. And the Lord loves you like the Lord loves lambs. It's like the next week you're at a Baptist church. And then you get the 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 show, the symbols. You get the the thing you saw just in a Baptist form where it's like, well, Jesus loves you, but you're going to go to hell. And that was like a Baptist thing where it's like, oh, don't do anything wrong. And then you come to your church where it's like that guy would come up to the, hey! And like people were somersaulting down the fucking aisles. I yeah. saw a lady at y'all's church yeah. get out of her fucking pew and basically do really ugly, but still nonetheless somersaults yeah. down the fucking aisle. What's interesting about the Assemblies of God Church is they do all that during church service. There's mm-hmm. dancing and waving and flipping and and who knows what. Mm-hmm. But you're not if you have a wedding at an Assemblies of God Church, you're not allowed to dance. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> interesting. All the all the weddings that used to be hosted there as a kid, I never registered. But I remember as an adult or young adult, so I there's went a to one. there's a, a reception. Yeah, but you just no dance. Sit, forget well, alcohol. If you do a show at a, a, if you do the reception at the church, you're a fucking shit human being anyway. <laughs> but to do it at a 
Church of God with yeah. those kind of restrictions. Yeah. So you can jump up and down like an idiot on Sunday, but you can't slow dance with your wife at your wedding. Mm. That's interesting. No first dance. Come what, join our what, church. Are they, what is their first thing? Like, what does a couple do? They, if they don't have the a bathroom, first I don't know. <laughs> and now the couple is, <laughs> here they come, fresh off their first blowy. Here's know, the church of God. Horse races. Ha, la, 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 shimana, shimana. I normally call horse races, <laughs> yeah. but tonight I'm tonight. officiating a wedding. Hey, and here comes the groom. Uh, he literally just came. <laughs> I don't know what the first is. I just remember thinking, like, mm. what a bummer. Like, and and I still know people who are are churchgoers who went there who still think the same way even though they maybe go somewhere else now. And it's just like what a bummer your adult life must be when that's at the foundation of it all. <laughs> like I got out of it, and Brian and Banks managed to just avoid it. But it's just like there's people like where that shit is ingrained. <laughs> he gave a a very funny fist bump back there because like, what you had to do essentially, like I did was run through the brick wall of this nonsense. Yeah. And that paved the way for your two bros. I, 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 I took a heavy deal of brunt for Emily and Taylor. Yeah. They probably don't know that, but it was my experience in the church that made theirs much more comfortable sure. later in life because I had to be the one yeah, I paved to kind of get way. bloody as I it paved were. the way with the church. I paved the way with the visible tattoos. You know, he's got them. No big deal. You know, I got them like, oh, you better stop. Mm. You know. I just get an eye roll. You get a, he gets an eye roll. I get a lecture. He gets an eye roll. It, mm-hmm. it trickles down. Brian doesn't have any. Well, but it's Brian, you know, it's Brian. Yeah, he doesn't like fun. So. <laughs> I mean, you can get a football or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> put your, just you, put a state ring. Just shit, get, get a Western Kentucky helmet. I don't oh, know. whatever man. you want. I went to Western. Kentucky. I was got you got the wrong brother there. Yeah. Oh, no. So, uh, West, West Georgia. Georgia. You both went to Western College. <laughs> I didn't go to one. Get right? your favorite football Can formation or something. I don't know. Put Can the shotgun. Get for... right here? Oh, <laughs> but in Latin because they got engaged in Rome. <laughs> oh, we're just throwing out the good ideas today. He's not liking this. <laughs> Lots of shame. That being said, Lots we can roll it into the political side. That's no, true. Yeah, like now that Brian's not listening. What a shit show this is, though. It's we don't like, need to talk about the actual, yeah. but what a fucking shit show this the, all is. Well, what the shit, the, to me, the shit show uh, of it is the the re- response to what everybody said they were prepared for. If you watched any news network, whether it was left-leaning or right-leaning leading up to the election, they were all talking about how this was going to be kind of a clusterfuck because of all the mail-in ballots sure. and the absentees and all that. and. You've got states that normally do mail-in, but they're going to have millions more this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And now that it's taking longer than normal because they're counting the mail-ins, mm-hmm. everybody's freaking out. It's like, yeah. you can't say you're prepared for a different kind of election and then oh, shit your pants when it's a different I, I kind wasn't of election. Even, the, the counting isn't a shit show. That's not what I meant. There's Let's never, the there's count, never the been uh, an, an actual declared... Like an election's never stopped the day of. We like have the to, counting uh, continues for days, even if it's uh, if if it's like yeah, a if it's a wide margin victory, yeah, everyone says, "Hey, that's it." It's kind of then the votes keep counting. Yeah, right. We well, they that even keeps said going on. In, in Pennsylvania, they'll count absentee ballots for the military like through for next week to next Tuesday. Yeah, it's like that's always been a thing. Always been a thing. And the fucking president. But when you get a contested race <laughs> yeah. like this, it becomes a thing. And then when you got the moron. 
declaring victory at 2 a.m. It's like, stop and counting. And saying, stop counting. The best memes of Facebook today have been from the same president who brought you, stop testing so COVID cases will go down, comes, <laughs> stop. stop counting the ballots so I win. <laughs> well, what I didn't, listen, I didn't, I fully expected that from the idiot, but it's the uh, stop counting where I'm losing and keep counting, and where, keep I counting where, I'm, where I might win. It was yeah. the, that was pretty bad. I, I need I to win Arizona. People were blowing up my phone. On Wednesday morning, because I went to bed. I, I, ne- I never watched any of the, the same night of coverage. Didn't want to fucking see this oh, yeah, shit. I, I, I stopped at 10. I was like, nothing. You have to imagine, and, and I know BPH loyalties lie elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see him win, and I had every expectation. I, all the optimism that we had discussed last week or mm-hmm. in the months and the years, since we're three years we've been doing this, I had a sense of optimism that surely – People will see him as for what he is. This yeah. is a fraud. Whether or not he does, he might support your side. He might get your abortion people in the guard. He might yeah. cut some taxes, raise some taxes. I don't know. You know, he might give you what you want. But surely you see yeah. that federal dollars are pouring into his hotels. Surely you see that the man's like splitting us up on purpose. Can't yeah. you? I mean, this is all. This is, he's a. This is a fraud. I, I thought surely over time we would see it, and then. The last two days, it wasn't like I was an expert and looked at the polls like everyone else did and said something's not right here. Mm. But I didn't feel good about it. And I was like, I don't want to stay up and watch I, him I, win. And I, when yeah. I woke up at 2 a.m. I fully expected him to win outright. When I woke up at 2 or 3, I didn't know that he had done the press conference. I just kind of, you know, goggle-eyed my phone for a second and felt like, yeah, all right. So it's not over, but it certainly looks like he's going to win again. Yeah. And so when I woke up, I was fully in that mode. And I have all these people texting me. I hadn't been caught up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hadn't seen it. Oh, well, wait, you know, I hadn't had the, Oh, well, wait moment. Right. And this friend, a, a friend calls me. I, I think she called me looking for like, I don't know, spiritual, some health. kind of, no, <laughs> like uh positive. I, I don't know. Maybe she thought I would um, give her, Affirmation that things were going to be okay. I really don't know you're what she was looking for. Tell me what I should do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, okay. uh, you're a real douche. Tell me what you think about this. Uh, yeah, What's you're a real fucking cosmopolitan cunt. Tell me exactly what you think. Hey, how's your ponytail? Like all those things. You know? And uh, you're such a fucking dick. But I like it. It's a shit on me episode. It's I get part it. Of I get the it. Dynamic of I get the it. Show. Yeah, I know. It's every podcast. Let's shit on one of them, and we'll just, anyways. Yeah. I uh, I didn't have it. I was like, nah, we all lose. Even even if by, I was like, this is fucked regardless. Because mm-hmm. at that point, when she did tell me, I was like, all right, so Biden wins. But if they don't win the Senate, Bring me beer. he's the biggest fucking lame dunk president first term ever. It's not. I mean, yeah. it's, it'll be more the same. But I told her, I was like, ultimately, I don't really care how it shakes out. This is fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. This is the worst. Like, it's not the worst case scenario so far. Right. But. 60, what, 8 million? Almost 69 million have voted? There you go. All right, buddy. See you, He had enough. That's, that was his breaking point. Too much politics. Yeah. Well, 69 million people. Uh, he, more people. Well, what I told you on the More people! Right. What I told you on the phone is they, a lot of those people didn't vote for him. They voted against socialism. No. I'm tired of that. And let me tell you why I'm tired of that. When when we look through the through the... The, the re- when we look into this election in 2020, it is, of course, going to focus us right back to 2016. And I think what we're finding out now is that the old adage of a 
I couldn't vote for Hillary, so I went voted for Donald, which mm-hmm. we all accepted. Like, yeah. oh, we get that. Yeah. Hillary's a real cunt, you know? She's a real, you know. I mean, Benghazi. She's Benghazi, right? Real piece of shit. Email. I mean, I will tell you, all kidding aside, I had no fucking, uh, ew. I don't want to vote yeah. for Hillary Clinton. I took no joy. There was no joy. In, in putting my name, ne- putting in doing my check that. next to her. And name. in that election, I was quite content to do that and then still look at the red stuff down the list and be like, well, mm-hmm. you know. I was, it wasn't wholesale scorch and burn well, yeah, here. That's how I always Now, burn. when we look at the... I was, and I was telling Leah, I was like... And she kind of... She saw it right off the bat because she was one of those people that, that was easily understood when all her friends would say, I just couldn't vote for Hillary. They, she, uh, Leah would be quick to say, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But now, when you look through this, through this visage we've seen it through now, it's like, I don't think that was it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that this... this, this what we thought was an aberration mm-hmm. just because of all of the, the foibles and shortcomings of Hillary Clinton, that was like, it's turning now. What we're seeing is like, that was too easily an excuse yeah. for what happened here in 2016. Like, yeah. In 2020, we've seen it fucking cemented and solidified that we are two nations. It's yeah. not like... I did have that thought. I was like, I really wish that like somebody would just say, all right, hey, starting... July 4th of 2021, we're drawing a line here. And if you're a Democrat, you better find a place to live on this side of the line. And if you're a Republican, find a spot on this side. Yeah. I'm like, it'd be nice just to do that. I'd yeah. just go live in blue country where we all support each other. And, you know. Or, well, <laughs> you just support whatever your special interest is. Yeah. And if you have enough of special interest in common, yeah. a Democrat or a Republican, that's a better place to live. But I'm telling you, this is not, this is. The, what I what I what I have seen and what I think has been really well written right now. I've read a few in the Los Angeles Times alone. I, I don't. I guess they're just staff writers or somebody. But they were so well well written. It doesn't matter. Sorry, we got interrupted by a phone. I was call. just saying it doesn't matter if he wins or, or if, he, if 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 Trump loses this. He's won. Right. His system well, he, has yeah. won. The Trumpism. Yeah. The dynamic of American politics. Even if you don't, I don't like dung my pancakes. Yeah. I don't like dung my pancakes. Well, you fucking live it. So yeah. get fucking used to it. Well, unless we do something about it, this yeah. is our system. But that's this why... anxiety we feel on election day, this I can't talk to that grandmother anymore. Yeah. All of this well, is we part and parcel. I'm not talking about ours. I'm talking about every American's <laughs> well, that's story right Trump, now. Trumpism is why I said several episodes ago that I, like, in my perfect world, it's a frog stomp of a victory. It's a sweep. It's a Biden and a Senate and a House. And we're going to pack the courts. And we're going to shove our liberal agenda down your dumb and throat. as I said, I didn't want that. I had a fear yeah. that even if this blue wave did sweep, my what I really wanted to happen, if that happened, was some good common sense yeah. that said, if we just play the game of shoving our big blue dick down that re- elephant's fucking throat for four years... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. the revenge tour. 2020, 21, 22, 23, 24. But given what guess what's going to fucking happen? But given what you saw in this election and how split the country is, what hope is there for playing to the middle? No, no. I, none. Because right? they've already like, said if he loses this. I've already, I saw it right before you got here. His campaign manager has already said if he doesn't win this election, we've already talked about running again in 2024. In he won't live. No fucking... Donald Trump does not live. But even if he doesn't, fucking Trump Jr. could. Oh, that guy's never going to get the Ivanka could. No. Eric's retarded, but he might try. He might try. He could win. Well, yeah. But when you see how close it was, it's like playing to the middle 
is never going to make a fucking difference I, so long as well, his ideology it's prevails. Easy for, I, I don't know if it's never going to work. I do think there's like just everything in America can can be done and, and made somewhat workable. But I don't like I, I get so frustrated because like I don't mean to throw Burke underneath the bus, but he's kind of in this camp of like I felt so disgusted when I voted. Yeah, we all do. Okay, that's that's mm. as American as fucking apple yeah. pie. I, it, you, you, if you if you are so gung ho about a candidate, it's probably more about how you're a shitty person. Well, than and it if is anything, about. you don't feel gross if you vote in the primaries. Well, you know, if you're a that, gang all guy, that, or all whatever. that to say, it's like, yeah, but this is clearly a case where one is worse than the other, and I'm mm. not saying that we can that that makes it great or that the American system is wonderful and works for us. <clears throat> it never has <clears throat> for the people that that make podcasts with eight listeners. It's never been made for us, right? Yeah. But. Like on the same token, when I when I hear people say that, I'm like, come on, yeah, be disgusted that it's not better. But it's this is as bad as it is. But one side's clearly worse right now. I'm not saying yeah. that that makes them worse in four years or made them worse twenty years ago. But yeah. right now, this is a pretty clear decision. There's in the history of America, there's always been a worse choice. There was a time when the Democrat mm-hmm. Party was largely Southern and Klan based and racist. Yeah. So if you voted against them in 1960, you were in, whatever, on the right side you, of history. you were doing a good thing. Yes. Maybe you didn't like the Republican you were voting for because he was... Because he was jamming your ass and yeah. so was the Democrat jamming up. <laughs> but at least you weren't voting for a scumbag who had Klan ties. My favorite article today, though, and this is straight Allen shade, and I mean it, is they had the front page of Yahoo, Joe Jorgensen, yeah. right? And her quote was, this should be a wake-up call. Fuck you, Joe Jorgensen. But really, not even personally, because yeah. I can't tell you what the lady sounds like. No. And that's all. And, here, and here's the big fuck you for that. Fuck you, the Libertarian Party. We might need you. Yeah. You could actually be a viable party. But guess what? To be a viable party in this new Trumpism of America, you have, you to, have put to organize. On, you have to organize, <laughs> and you have to put someone on fucking camera. My old man was telling me, like, yeah, you need money. I, yeah, every campaign needs money. Yeah, but it's quite clear money's out there. If Democrats yeah. raised almost seven hundred million dollars this election cycle to the Republicans, three hundred, so a billion dollars was was raised. Mm-hmm. There's money out there, but that's yeah. not the important thing. Where, Trump got here yeah. not because he's a good interview. Anyone that in, in watches a Trump, he's a, in, he's a fucking fun yeah. interview. He's a fucking loony bin. He has people, when he goes off the camera in 2015, there's people say, what the fuck? No way he wins. At the same time, someone was saying, fuck yeah. Yeah. I like what he was saying about the swamp. Well, and here's the thing about pussy grabbing. And here's the thing about that: if if the Libertarian Party was motivated in that sense, you don't even have to find a true blue Libertarian. No, you find a fucking fuck Manchurian it. candidate. Bernie Sanders isn't a Democrat; he's a registered Independent, and he has been his entire life. And at some point, he's like, "Well, if I want to run for president, I can't run as an Independent. I'll end up like fucking." Sorry, Alan Joe Jorgensen with one percent of the vote. Yeah. I'm going to run as a Democrat. Right. You find somebody. Do you know what the highest voter percentage has been won by an independent? No. You want to take a guess? 17%. It's really close. And it would have been a great answer on The Price is Right. Ross Perot with 19% in 1992, mm. which is incredible. But what's, what's, what, what's the alarm bell there? Ross Perot was, I remember being a kid. I was eight years old, and I knew Ross Perot was fucking, one, funny to look at. Yeah. Two, everyone knew Ross Perot was like the richest man, in the second richest man in the country back then, before yeah. Bill Gates and all those people. Yeah. And he, hey, I'm Ross Perot, and I talk like this, and I talk really fast. He was yeah. fun. It wasn't yeah. a great interview, but you couldn't not 
watch. Right. You had to see him at the debates. Right. He wasn't Gary Johnson. He wasn't, eh, that's Mook Pot, and I'm Gary Johnson. Hey, listen, or he I wasn't, I don't fucking know, because I don't even know. That is a fucking huge yeah. hole. If you if you have a, re- and I know Burke and Allen want to vote libertarian. Yeah. I know in, in their soul, they want a third party, but they, they cling to the libertarian party because it's been there yeah. for a minute. A little bit of familiarity. Yeah. How can you put a candidate out there? Right. I didn't know, by the way, she's an actual working professor at Clemson. Mm. Right. Still working. So I wouldn't see her on I don't the know campaign. Anything yeah, exactly. I found that out today. I didn't know anything. And how can I not know what her voice sounds like? It's not hard yeah. to make a YouTube video. And but the thing is, she probably did, right? Mm-hmm. She probably made a lot of them. Yeah. Did you not spend any money? Google pay-per-click. Yeah. I mean, I could I could make an ad right now that can probably for twenty-five dollars reach five thousand people. Yeah. And I can even select where I want those five thousand people to come from. And then you should be all right. So anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. So it must have been a problem with your fucking content. Because if, if no one in this day and age was sharing a Joe Jorgensen video, that's right. a fucking problem. Yeah. Get someone up there, to your point, they could come in here right now. The, I don't, some fucking yahoos in suits. We're from the Libertarian Party. We need one of you two. Done. Yeah. Done. Done. What, what, do, you, what, what do y'all actually... Uh, we'll co-run. VP, president, we'll decide later. Yeah. He's going to rock a mullet. I'm going to shave down to a Fu Manchu. Let's go. And we're going to be... Dude, TPT. Oh, my fuck. God. You're... Can you give us a million dollars? Yeah, I think we can scrape it. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, not like in our personal bank account. Can we spend a million dollars? There's, there's no inner. There's no uh, grassroots energy to the libertarian. Zero, party because it's a clusterfuck of disorganization. But they because got, they don't believe in organizing anything. They got on ballots and yeah. they took some votes, and it, that shit matters. So, and then they they champion that. I like yeah. how the libertarian side says, "Look at the races we've affected." Or the Green Party in Maine that cost yeah. a, a senator seat to the Democrats. Mm-hmm. It, they 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 take some pleasure yeah. in getting a couple thousand votes that makes a difference <laughs> on the overall it's like, election. It's like, sweetheart, the president candidates got like sixty-two. Well, it's not about comparing their numbers million and millions <laughs> to your few thousand. Like, it's the championing of the thousand with with without any context. Yeah. And saying well, we we affected the race, so clearly we deserve to be to be here. No, you fucking didn't. Yeah. You took some votes away, but it's not something that you can champion because what's you you it's dying. You're in the and this is 2020. You should be able to find a nitwit to roll out. Mhm. And say, hey, can you be really fucking entertaining and or controversial and or all those things? Can you yeah. get naked? Can you just show your tits? And we can just put a libertarian party across there? Any fucking thing. This is oh, their yeah. time. Tell me this is not their time to shine. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is any third party's entrance, gateway, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. This is your Genesis party. Fucking, put someone on camera. She's not old enough, probably. Fucking Riley Reed should run for president under third party. Probably already has. <laughs> a lot of porn stars run yeah. for public office quietly. It's like if they have a, it's like an internal bet they have within the industry who can yeah. get the most votes. Here's what I'll say about it. I mean, to me, if Biden wins, which it looks like he's going to, it's kind of a hollow victory if you're a Democrat or a liberal because the Senate's probably going to maintain Republican ah, majority. But let's 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 just put the pause and play a really. Mm-hmm. I know it's not much, but yeah. let's play a hypothetical hypothetical game here because mm-hmm. we live here and yeah. this this part blows my fucking mind. Yeah, Georgia is we're a razor razor thin. I never thought my Georgia old would man be a swing state. my old man le- said last night if and he thinks they will, mm-hmm. but he's not sure. In mm-hmm. fact, he's it's like I have no idea, but he thinks if. The Republicans, if this state's red and they get one of their senators in and probably their second, yeah, 
in a runoff, take a picture because that's the last time this state is red for a very long time. Like all of Gwinnett County went blue, which is right. where I grew up. If you told me that, I told my man, oh, my old man that 30 years ago, mm. it's unfucking thinkable yeah. to think that every district in Gwinnett County is blue. They have a black sheriff. They got yeah. rid of the DA. Danny Porter's been there since I was four years old. Yeah. Gone. So I'm saying they're done. But in Georgia, you have this razor-thin margin. So take a picture. But now, when all these fucking ballots, they're, they're counting those 200,000 yeah. Fulton County ballots. Yeah, this was Shep Smith talking about on it. CNC. He had the – Shep looked real excited last night. After he got out of Fox <laughs> News, I think he had a – I actually yeah. liked him even on Fox News. But he was showing it every fucking 20 minutes talking about Georgia, zooming right in on Fulton County. You know, yeah. Right there. There's my house. Fulton fucking county, and they're saying these are heavy Democratic ballots, yeah. and they still the, these margins are yeah, been, so now it looks watching, like they've been showing the Ossoff. Sorry for those who don't live in the state, but they've been showing the Ossoff Purdue Senate race just slowly close, and that, hey, he's not going to win. But but if, but if Purdue gets under fifty, a runoff. He he's a at fifty point three or four right now. He only yeah. needs that like ten thousand. Probably the last vote. I looked on the Associated Press, Purdue was at an even fifty. And if well, he, he can't have gone down. Well, yeah, it's percentage. If, yeah, sorry, if he so dips. If, Anywhere it has to be 50.5, 50. right? Yeah, it has to be rounded up to 51, yeah. I believe. Is that right? I think so. It can't just be 50. It's not, it can't be 50. The bottom 4. line is if he finishes at 50 or less, it forces two Senate runoffs in January. In Georgia. In Georgia. The state of Georgia. Yeah. Think about it. I'm just playing outside objector right. who likes to look at scenarios. A gambling mm. man, yeah. if you will. A situation could potentially arise here where Biden wins. Right. Look, it's looking likely. And you get a lot of national money from the party, from the Democratic Party, come into this state. Well, what's left, and there's a yeah. lot of it. Yeah. But Biden wins. You lost those seats, some seats in the House, but you hold the majority, mm-hmm. including all of the squad, which drove my grandfather's Facebook page <laughs> just... We'll get into that in a second because yeah. that's well, the real it's, that's it's the, the real political conversation. It's the color of their skin, but uh, and their religion, <laughs> and their religion. Ilhan Omar, you know, yeah. uh, I like her. Who I would, I like her. I like Ilhan Omar. Ilhan, she she can, uh, you know, Ilhan my Omar. You know, if you know I, what I'm saying. You know, last time I was going at it with her, I said, <laughs> "If you lose, can we please settle down?" <laughs> and she's like, "Baby, baby, we can't settle down." Because you don't, you're not a Muslim, mate. Yeah, you're not I'm Muslim. Like, hey, listen, I'll convert for it. I do whatever I got to do. Allah who I like, bar, I just want that sweet, sweet Ethiopian snatch mm, you got. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. I am so glad there's seven listeners. Uh, but the, you, there is a potential situation arising where we we know we're going to be. We're not Georgians are not. I like the Facebook posts. I actually got on to. I didn't get on to do anything. Just wanted. I couldn't help myself. I had yeah. to see. You had to see the reactions from folks. But you know I, they the were outrage. they were across the board. But there this situation where Georgians are saying, "I just want these commercials to be over." And I remember thinking, "Well, I got news for you, Walter Cronkite. Yeah, uh, they it's ain't. Be a while. It, even if it was just Leffler and Warnock, we're going to be a wash. Yeah, and and so that's already one runoff. Yeah, and now you're telling me that we might have two Senate seats mm-hmm. that would determine." Everything yeah. for this country yeah. for four years. I mean, you want to? I know you're fantasizing about it right now, and it's not a very likely scenario. But I no. know you want to do. You want to blue deep dick everyone. Yeah. Revenge is on your mind, and yeah. I and I get that. And there is a play mm-hmm. where you get what you want, and the fact that it would happen here, yeah, 
Well, I so I want to. I'll say a few things about the election. You know, it's kind of if, if the Senate maintains Republican majority, but Biden wins, it's kind of a hollow victory. Yeah, they've been. Ta- uh, it every, is. It's not been, kind of. They've been talking about it on all networks. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Ben Shapiro today because I try to not live in an echo chamber. He was talking about how, regardless of the presidential outcome, Republicans had a very big victory. Mm-hmm. They were saying that. Everybody's talking about the blue wave, but no one's talking about the red response, the the black and Hispanic vote being up mm-hmm. with Republicans, this, that, and the other. But I, I said to Kristen, I said, I just, it makes me giddy and happy knowing that Donald Trump is upset. Yeah. That he might lose, and you can't spin being a loser. And he's loser. not a loser. Yeah, you can't, there's no like, getting out of In his perfect world, he was going to be a two-term president and then bow out, and then he could never have lost. Mm-hmm. And now he he's going to lose mm-hmm. that. It makes me happy that he's upset. It makes me happy that his supporters are bummed that he might lose. Mm-hmm. If it, like that's a little bit of a silver lining. But more than anything, like I'm I'm in engaged enough in politics to know just having the presidency doesn't mean shit. Obama was the president, but he didn't have the House or the Senate for a chunk of that time, so nothing really effectively got done because right. the Republican Party was just like, we're just going to be an obstructionist party and the minute we get control, we'll just shove ju- uh, you know judges through and that's all we're going to do from now on. Well, that was a conscious decision they made. We've talked about this in and 2008. So, like, when I think about the possibility, I, Kristen said it best. She said, I love that my vote in this election might really count in the sense that Georgia might be the decider. Mm-hmm. That if Georgia goes blue... And Biden's already been called for the states he's been called for. The electoral votes you get from Georgia it's puts it. it's it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what happens in these other ones because that's it at that point. So I love that that might be a thing. And I was like, I love the idea that if come January, if Democrats turn out, that you could flip control of the Senate. Because as much as I wanted to see Donald Trump go, to me, he's historically he's a flash in the pan. He's a dipshit who made his mark for the, a moment. And that'll fade over time, I think. But Mitch McConnell just got elected his seventh fucking term. And if he maintains power in the Senate, we'll just have more of the same bullshit we've had, regardless of who's in the White House. So more than anything, I want to see Democrats take control of the Senate just so he can't fucking decide what happens anymore. I don't know. It's all, you know, it's just a wild show, man. Just a wild fucking show. It's not. I, it's what, not any good. What I, I hate wonder. This place. <laughs> yeah, what I wonder. It, let's say that you know, Biden's on track for winning. Let's say Trump loses. How fast do you think? Because they've already they already showed a little bit. You know when he when he claimed victory the other night mm-hmm. and s- said stop counting the vote. Mitch McConnell the very next day was like. That's a stupid thing to say. You can't claim victory before you've won. I mean, it was not just him. It was like Chris Christie. Marco Rubio took Twitter and said, counting mail-in votes isn't fraud. That's how an election works. Mm -hmm. Like, so my, my thought is more was like, if he loses, how quickly will the rats flee the ship? Like how, how fast will it be before every Republican who did just get elected Mm -hmm. or reelected, how quickly will they turn into that German soldier from Saving Private Ryan who got caught. <laughs> Hi, say, can you see? <laughs> Betty Boop, what a dish. Like, how quickly will they be like, it's not, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm good. I'm like you. I love America. Mm-hmm. Hi, say, can you see? Like, 
Like, all of a sudden, like, even Rudy Giuliani, like, if uh, once he's going down, even he's going to be like, yeah, he was a bad guy. Like, how quickly will you hear all of the the insider stories about what Rex Tillerson called a moron? Like, how quickly will they all... I even wondered, like, I will... I, I don't know. I do know one thing that sustains me. If I'm petty in this, and I'm often petty, but I don't really have any pettiness left for the process. It's just... The, the one thing that sustains me is say he loses like we talked about and then he just says I quit y'all didn't deserve me yeah I'll uh I'm not gonna fight this till the end I'm gonna go make my billion dollars again and be better than everyone because I'm the Donald yeah uh my concern or my my happy place is that even if you get a pardon from Pence who's who maintains the presidency until the inaugural oh you think he'll quit before I do think I, I do I, I think if the legal challenges which by the way they said that the, the legal team put in place to sue these states individually to stop counting or to get better reviews on the counting mm-hmm. they didn't have a legal team he's been promising that for, for weeks and yeah. months that we would have a team on the ground yeah it turns out that just started Kushner just put that team together like three days ago so they're just haphazardly throwing lawyers out there. Maybe, Every, maybe while they're at it, they could put together a pandemic team. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Look like those are both equally <laughs> effective. But it's it's just they're not going to do anything. They're not going to challenge anything. Or they're not going to win anything via these challenges. He's yeah. going to lose. And I think his reaction to losing will be the most interesting thing because, like you said, he doesn't lose. Donald Trump's not a loser. Well, He likes to haters and losers. You his know? own staffer on WSB there said he doesn't – he admitted in a meeting tonight behind closed doors – I'm not a gracious loser. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, we know that. So, but my thing is, I, I don't, I think he spends it, which would be his MO, mm-hmm. to say, you know what? Fine. Y'all didn't deserve me. Mm-hmm. I'm too good I'm for I'm too you. good for this. It's, it's kind of true. This is what narcissists do when they yeah. encounter defeat at any level. It, you know, I didn't even get beat. I just, I just, fuck it. I'm just going to go back to being mm-hmm. the superhuman being that I was before. I'll run things outside of this. But, anyways, he'll do that. Because I, I read, and I, I think, feel like fairly confident. He knows what waits for him after office. Yeah, and what's the, going on the, with the Southern District of the, New York? The two, the two. There's a lot. He's facing mm. multiple, not just from SDNY, but there's so many, right? Mm-hmm. That and not just that. Now you've got uh, multiple articles about Deutsche Bank is is ready to be done. <laughs> they've got this three hundred forty million dollar loan out of mm. two billion they've loaned him over yeah. this last whatever years. That he personally co-signed on and said, "I am responsible for this." Yeah, which and was a, which was an interesting which was an interesting touch. This was pre yeah, but it was an interest. That's an interesting thing to do. They say most lenders, even multinational lenders like this, don't require that mm-hmm. unless there's a real fear that you'll default on this loan. Yeah. So by him by doing that, it it basically says they owe they own him more or less. They they owe they're owed three hundred forty million. They think they. Deutsche Bank is tired of this, uh, the bad publicity, the, the constant having to turn over records to the Southern Districts of New York or any other person ent- that is investigating them for fraud and any number of it. Yeah. Tax evasion, money laundering, the list is long. Yeah. Um, but he knows what waits for him there, and now Deutsche Bank wants to sell off that debt. They're not going to find any buyers. That money is due in two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much money the federal government he's funneled into those hotels. It's several million, but I don't think it's three hundred forty million. So, and the the co-signed loan is for the personal properties of Donald Trump. What I want to happen in my personal petty world is, of course, lose the election. Yeah. Concede to Pence, say y'all weren't didn't deserve me. Yeah. I'll go be with my people, my base. Mm-hmm. He thinks 
I'll get pardons. Somewhere in his mind, someone told him, you'll just get your presidential pardons. Pardons do not affect state investigations. You can be pardoned for federal offenses by the president. So if you have a federal offense on the books, which mm-hmm. I, he might or might not, I'm, I'm not up to date on that one. Yeah, you can be pardoned for that. Mm-hmm. State of New York just stares that down and says, oh, okay, well, we're going to see you and you're not the president anymore. At what point does he admit to being Q? Uh, not smart <laughs> enough. Nowhere near smart enough. It was me all along. Nowhere near smart enough. But then he does that, thinks he gets his pardon from Pence. All these state and local investigations carry forth, some mm-hmm. of them with prison time, if they were to actually be what they God, say they are. Go to jail. What I really want more than anything else, though, I don't really care about him going to prison. I don't care about every talk show, every Joe Rogan he goes on on Spotify, mm-hmm. every Ben Shapiro thing, every round he makes on Twitter. If I don't care if he creates his own social media platform. He'll be, he'll be the most vocal former president. He's, he's going to be president, the proxy for the Republican Party for a long time, as long yeah. as he lived. I don't care about any of that. Let him have that as long as he's not doesn't have his hands on nuclear codes and are hiring government, you know, people. Mm. Uh, what I do want though is to see Deutsche Bank take Mar-a-Lago. That would be my dream <laughs> fantasy because they're going to overcome yeah. for what he what he has, mm. right? And he doesn't. Ha- I love the he's a billionaire. He's not. The man's borrowed that money. He never yeah. made that money. There's all these investigations into why Deutsche Bank would have given him that money considering his business failures in the 90s. No bank Mm -hmm. wanted to touch Donald Trump until Deutsche Bank did. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of questions there. Like what were they getting for their process for their $2 billion in in money loans and this latest $350 million loan? And now they're saying, well, fuck, we don't want to do this anymore. We can't sell the debt. No one wants that Donald Trump debt. Yeah, He might have 69 million votes here, but Mm -hmm. he's toxic in the business sense. There is no right-thinking business that'll want to do business with him that doesn't sell dolls with his name on it. There's going to be businesses that do well with Donald Trump, Mm. okay? They're going to sell the merchandise. They'll find a way to make the name as valuable as it's always been. There's always been Trump ties, Trump stakes. They might have been bad. we'll make a rebel flag, and instead of stars, we'll push Trump Trump both directions. Both directions. (laughs) But what I would love to see in my petty side is the seizure of all these assets, which I know is his pride and joy. Mar-a-Lago. Right. I, I saw where they put... Three golfs. Well, he golfs everywhere. Bed, Bedminster in New Jersey. I would love to see these... Clo- Trump, you know, he's got his name on all these towers in New York. He doesn't own but a third of them. Right. So the ones that do, the Trump Towers in, in, in Las Vegas, I, I want to see them seize these yeah. assets. I don't know how much Mar-a-Lago is actually worth. I imagine it's worth like several hundred million dollars. So if it was the one thing they came to get, that's what I want them to take. Yeah. I saw it today that... They, but uh, Epstein's house uh, went up on the market, mm. and it sold for four million under. And the guy said he's going to tear it down because it's not aesthetic. And the whole look at me, I'm going to yeah. buy it, tear it down. Uh, but um, there, it, it's just funny because they're like the Epstein mansion located less than a mile from Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. We have pictures of you guys. I mean, it's just like how are you going to be cute and tell yeah. me he's out to save the kids? The man was friendly with this guy. The guy lived less than half a mile from Mar-a-Lago. The spin spin is effective. I mean, I've gotten in political debates with my dad about that very subject. As soon as he found out, he stopped being friends with him. Like, says who? Yeah. Like, Bill Clinton was on that airplane a lot. Like, yeah, everybody knows Bill Clinton's a scumbag. He got caught getting a blowjob while he was president. You're talking about fucking when I was a kid. I'm talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Today. Yeah. The thing, the thing that I but seeing Mar-a-Lago being taken from be him great. would be absolutely for my own personal, yeah. for what 
he's taken from me mm. on a personal level. Yeah. I like that kind of douchey sound. What did Donald Trump take from me? I can't travel the world. Well, like that I too. Want to. But what but, he took from me is a basic belief that the country is good. Fair, is good. It's the it's the Anne Frank <laughs> look at it. Yeah. Of you know, despite of our differences, despite the things we argue about. You know our our sports passions that and our antagonistic attitude towards our desire to make money and always win. God yeah. forbid, it's always about win. Despite all that, I thought basi- basically that we were a, a good people, mm-hmm. and that is that's just totally right. shattered. So well, it, and it separates you from not just it doesn't not just the long view mm-hmm. like that. It, it it makes you not like I look at my grandfather now like he's a he's comical. Mm-hmm. He's a sad comical farce of a, of a, of a man yeah. who just hitched his wagon. I mean, it's sad, the level yeah. of devotion, the, the kind of Maoist. Like he's well, a, it, it makes you, like, I think a few episodes ago, I made the point that a lot of our perception of the country comes from the extremes that we see on social media, that, well, that surely people aren't this way. They are. Like, because they, they say all the time, like, the way you talk to a stranger, the way we used to talk to Tarver in a Facebook argument, you would never talk that way to a person in real life. You would be much more civil even if you were arguing. You wouldn't just immediately go, whatever, fag. You wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't jump to that. <laughs> right? And so, there. I'm sorry for saying that word, Kristen. Anyways, oh. you wouldn't, you, you, the assumption was we're not as bad as Twitter and Facebook make us think we are. You know, we're not the YouTube. We comments. thought that was the distilled right. bad. But like then the when you concentrated see concentrated then shit. when you see that the country is truly forty nine and a half percent to forty nine and a half percent on this vote across like coast to coast, it's like, oh no, we are. Mm-hmm. We are that fucking awful. Yeah. Because for however like Joe Biden won the popular vote, takes some silver lining in knowing that as far as every voter is concerned, the majority of them, at least even if they didn't like him, thought enough to vote against this asshole. Mm. It still is disheartening to see, and I'm sorry for all the Trump voters who are listening, because I'm pretty sure, save for maybe Burke and maybe Alan, I have a feeling most of you are. It's like, what the fuck? They just, it's fine. People are going to vote for their own self-interest. We've always known that. There's nothing inherently different about this election uh, as far as that regard, they're going to attach their star to what will make them better in their yeah. eyes. What will make them more money, really? Yeah. That's really the vote. But what? Well, that's, at the end of the day, if, what, they're willing to trade for that. Yeah, at the end I'm, of the day, if your business did better because of something Donald Trump put into effect policy-wise, fine. But don't tell me he's a good president. He's a shithead. I just mm-hmm. said this to my dad the other day. He may have been the best policymaker in presidential history. It doesn't matter because he's a fucking scumbag. Mm-hmm. You cannot be the best policymaker and be a dipshit. Mm-hmm. If JFK were uh, were secretly a total asshole, he wouldn't be revered the way he was. You know what I mean? I, I think some people thought he was a total asshole. Well, he probably blew his fucking head off. He probably was. <laughs> well, that was the mob. <laughs> mob mobs don't do hit. You ever seen a mob hit with a fucking long rifle? That's true. So, silver lining, or or not a silver lining, but something fun I thought about today was statistically, 
even in a non-pandemic year, mail-in ballots lean Democrat. Mm. Democrats vote early. Democrats vote absentee. Democrats vote by mail way more than Republicans do. And because of the Nevada delay, the Pennsylvania delay, now the Georgia delay, that's all mail-in vote related. And the mail-in vote this year is higher than it's ever been because of COVID-19. And I just had this wonderful, like, what a fucking good punch in the balls that the thing you called a hoax in January mm. is ultimately your undoing. Yeah, we don't know if it is. No, it's it's not the pandemic that undid him. I told you, man. I, I hate it's, to... It's he, not, he won. You're this miss, is a big I old... Think, I know. I, I you're missing you what I'm saying. No, I know. He... More people voted by mail because they could because of the pandemic right. that he chose to Take let play out. Yeah. Like, if he loses because of the mail-in vote, he lost because of his own ineptitude back in January. You yeah. and I on this podcast talked about coronavirus long before he ever mentioned it on television. Did we? I yeah. know we talked about it way earlier. We were talking about how you said I wouldn't go to Australia or anywhere near China for that matter yeah. right now because of what's going on. That was in January. And that, by that time, I think I already had it. <laughs> because I'm telling you, yeah. when you go back and listen to those things, I had like a, you can track it on the week by week. I was like, this cough ain't going away. Yeah. My point is, we were talking about it before the president We were just, ha- we were hacking Corona onto each other. Because back then we were, well, I, was, I, had, I was doing the whites, in, you had the Margaritaville. In, uh, in early December, I had the worst sore throat, cough, cold that I've ever had in my life. Mm. My point is, you and I, on this pod thing of ours, where we frequently talk about buttholes and porn, we talked about coronavirus in a public forum before the president did. Yeah. So if the pandemic, which led to more mail-in votes, ultimately leads to a Democrat win, his ineptitude was his own undoing. And I, There's certainly his pleasure to take I in that. that. Yeah, I know you do. And something positive that my coworker said today, who uh, has a friend who follows politics closely and is a conservative who voted against Trump this year, he said statistically, when you have opposition parties in power, you have a Republican Senate, a Democrat president, or vice versa, mm-hmm. statistically, they have to work together because of the cyclical nature of it, because there's a, there's a flip every two years in the House and the Senate. If they don't work together, if it's a two-year stalemate, Regardless of who's in power in Congress, they get voted out. It, you can look at that through history. If they do nothing, they get flipped, and they all know that. And along the lines of rats fleeing the Trump ship, if he loses, I hope that even scumbag turtle Mitch McConnell goes, let's be normal govern- governors for a while. Let's do normal governance let's for the next two years. Let's legislate. Let's <clears throat> let's pretend I'm gonna pretend I'm Newt Gingrich and Joe Biden, you pretend you're Bill Clinton, and let's do some things. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, I might get voted out. Well he's just years. gonna die too. But. Hopefully. But I I will say this. I hold out some hope and the even Eric news. Erickson said on WSB if Biden wins and the Republicans keep the Senate it's kind of the best case scenario for conservative America because mm-hmm. you'll get some legislation. You won't get packed courts. You might actually see some return to normalcy politically. Well, I know this. The uh, the future presidents, I mean, if you're a golfing guy, if you're a president who likes to golf, I mean, this is your time <laughs> because you can't golf more than he did. That's true. So, like, there's never the what Obama had to do was, like, get shit on for going golfing, like, 
I don't know what the totals was, but uh, uh, in eight years, Trump's, <laughs> put a basketball court in the White and House. four <laughs> years, Trump's already doubled. Yeah. And he used to, we, those tweets don't age well yeah. about him golfing. And then you go, yeah. I'll never golf. Well, I won't have time to golf because I'll be running the country. Right. But then you doubled in right, four years. You, you, you doubled the amount of days yeah. and you took secret service agents with you and you yeah, spent the federal, federal, bill, federal money on this. The federal cost. But I mean, if trips. I was running for president now, that would be like awesome. Cause I'd be like, I can play like, What's right. like? What's the? How much did Trump play in four years? They'd be like, uh, it was eight hundred days. Mm-hmm. In four years, <laughs> that's too yeah. many days. Yeah. No, but it's like, it, it, yeah, it was every day. It was like pretty much every day. No, but like yeah. it's a lot. I could be like, just cut that number in half, right? And that seems like a reasonable, uh, even an incredible number. You got, I mean, you could play golf all the time as president now. Mm-hmm. Which, let's be honest. It'd be awesome. I would be every day, and, and, I, and I, no, I would tell I, people when the when the people would turn around and start getting on my business about it. I wouldn't say, like, no, Donald did this. Mm-hmm. I would say, hey, we're doing business. That was the uh, I'm Shah talking Marine. to Q. Yeah, this is Q. This is, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. We're stopping Steven. We're talking about hanging Steven Spielberg yeah. from the Capitol building. Tom Hanks. Got to go. He's gotta a vampire. Go. <laughs> Vampires are real. You'd be like George W. Bush in that famous clip where he's talking about what we need to do in Iraq. Now watch this drive. And whack. Yeah. You ever seen that video? Well, that was, uh, yeah. He's uh, talking was, about was terrorists. Fahrenheit 9-11. He's yeah. talking about terrorists and what we need to do. Now watch this drive. Uh, no, I finally, on the golf subject, we'll get off We'll get off the election. We have to wrap soon anyways. I finally have the answer. Like, Kristen, whenever we start talking about the you know, what, what would we do if we won the lottery, I finally have the answer. Mm. It's like, I would golf. I know that makes no extra money. But that's what I would do. Because according to, I think, Phil Mickelson, if you want to be a scratch golfer or... Play every day. Eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. He said, you have to... You have to... It's Jerry Seinfeld's approach to comedy writing. Every you day. You have to wake up... Don't break the chain. And you do... You write. Mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld talks about how he had kept an office. And well, he would go there he, and he would he write... Wrote, he wrote a book and he yeah. just came out with this. He calls it not breaking the chain. So every mm-hmm. day when he would write... On that calendar, you mark an X and you build that chain yeah. every day, and you never. And it becomes to the point where someone says, uh, and this can be put in anything in life, of course. Mm. But when someone says, like, "Can you do this today?" and if you haven't done your thing, then the answer mm-hmm. is no, because yeah. you cannot break that chain. It has yeah. to be a never-ending chain. But I said that to someone the other day. They're like, "I really want to play great golf," and I was like, "Well, me too." But I don't have eight hours a day yeah, to, to spend on, like, because you got to think. It's it's eight hours a day. I, I I played yesterday, and I had to think. I had this sand shot, and I said to myself, "I don't really know what I'm doing." Mm-hmm. And twenty five years of playing golf, I, I don't know really how to approach a sand shot. I know where how to place my feet, yeah, but I don't know how to do it. And I, so I kept thinking like hit hard, that's hit hit, hit behind the hit ball, hit behind the ball, and yeah. really really hard. But the thing but I've is, I've also seen the guy that I got a lesson from, but let me get a stinger shot out of the sand, yeah. Tigers, I've seen some great ones. But I'm saying, like, when you mention eight hours a day, you know, that's all cumulative. So, like, to get to be a good sand player, you spend days, Mm -hmm. days. In the sand. Hitting, uh, accumulated, like I said, over time. But you spend days, weeks, hitting nothing but sand shots out of the sand. Yeah. You spend days and weeks hitting out of, of long rough, short rough, off the fringe, situational shots. You spend fucking... So yeah, so I understand what you're saying. If you won the lottery and you're comfortable, yeah. you would make your money work for you in other ways. Yeah. While you just bu- either built your own yeah. fucking 
nine-hole golf course on a beautiful piece of land, so you it'd never had to, be, to worry about it. It would have to be something like that. Because I often think, like, when I go to the range, I'll warm up, I'll get warm with a wedge, and then I'll go seven iron up, and then four iron down, and then I'll hit a ten drives. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't spend... My mentality with practicing driver is, at the most, at Fox Creek, you drive half the holes, if mm-hmm. that. So I don't put too much energy in making my drive perfect because much of the game on that course anyways is everything in between. Mm. But I often leave thinking, I didn't practice any chip shots. Yeah. Like, there is a chipping green. I could go chip. I could go do 30-yard chip practice. I never do. So it's like, if I won the lottery and I had investments and money working for me, I would. That's what I would do. What I would do. One thing, and I would practice all the all the different areas. I was telling when we went camping. I was saying, you know, I was like, I hate that there's other people here. I love this campground, but this is like the ideal piece of property for me because it's in the mountains. It's in a valley, mm-hmm. right? So you got these mountains looming on on either side, and this beautiful green valley, really lush. And I kept thinking, like, if I had money. I would buy this property and build whatever the fuck I wanted on it. Mm-hmm. But this right here would be uh, a, a two-hole golf course. This little valley would be one decent par four and a short par three back mm-hmm. that I could just loop. Yeah. And I would have the money to, to move greens, to move holes, to add you know, impediments, traps. Yeah. But like, I kept thinking when I was thinking that, I was like, if I had that kind of money, like really big, like $1 billion lottery winning, so mm-hmm. you're going to come out with $500 million or something. Yeah. I would just build a tiny nine hole, maybe even 18, but probably a nine hole golf course on a stunning piece of land mm-hmm. and have it designed by the world's best and then staff and pay on payroll like mm-hmm. a small crew. I don't know how it takes to run a, a, a like a, a PGA level 18 hole golf course that sits on a resort. Seems like a lot of money, but I'm yeah. talking about if I hired 10 guys to work here full time and charge people to come play here, yeah. they can come play on my personal nine mm-hmm. and I'm not going to charge you a ton of money. Yeah, it, that's the pull. Is saying we don't take everyone's appointment. I'm not saying that it's going to be logged up or anything. We'll, mm. we'll figure out how it works in the past, in the future. But like, it's no more expensive than a decent golf course, and you're playing at this world class mm. golf course. Yeah. But that's just enough to pay my guys to come in behind you, hackers. Yeah. And clean it up, and 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 make it like have people say like it was like playing Augusta National. Mm-hmm. In Georgia, right. but on a, des- a nine-hole course that we just yeah. did 18 times. How much was it? It was like 60 bucks. Yeah. Like, what? Like, And maybe you supplement it like a few times a year. You, you rub elbows with wealthy people. Well, you do a gala or something. I was going to say, you, do a, you just do a, hey, welcome to the, the scramble for my crew. Yeah. And all the money goes to pay for all my employees and our biggest yeah. uh, charity fund that we do, yada, yada, You find yada. ways to bring money Rich people so love that, that it's self-sustaining. Don't you wish, I, I sometimes wish I could see this crowd of like the one, the true one percenters yeah. That know where their money comes from. They know how fucked up the system is. And yeah. they know they're just really good at playing the game. But they also feel like, oh, we got to give something back. So it becomes that whole gala dinner. Yeah. Kind of like in Dumb and Dumber with the owls. Where mm-hmm. this just well, rich, just, really just throwing money at fucking <laughs> yeah. sometimes nonsensical, sometimes great ch- charity causes. Just They just go to this thing. And just shit money, yeah. Because they can. I would love to like be a part of that. For or a just bit. host it at your. Personal That's what I'm saying. Of course, yeah. Yeah, but that yeah. that would be what I to in order to pay for because 
That way, it's self-funded. What's well, exactly? It's not. It's not a sieve. Even though I might be worth five hundred million dollars, yeah. it costs a lot of money. Yeah. To keep not, to keep nine you don't holes lose trimmed. Money no, doing it. I want to keep. If anything, you want to break even. Right. And then I, you have your own then place. To I would go say play. the course doesn't open till ten. I go out at six thirty. I yeah. play. I play, and yeah. then y'all can come play. Yeah. That, that would be my. Great. That would be my dream. Would be have a, a self a, a funding itself, employing people. Mm-hmm. Nine-hole golf course and, that can be and turned around. Just to tie it back into the previous. And subjects. with pornos, I want I want to bring like our cart girls. Our, our cart girls are are known actresses. Yeah, and just to tie it into the previous election topic, you could personally ban any Trump family member from oh, ever playing. I know. I don't. That's it's like <laughs> it's like it's it's funny because it's just but, fucked up. Like, but like, how do we here? get no, back to this? Like. I, I, that's what I wanted to see last night, honestly, was like, okay, this is really turned, mm-hmm. right? This is looking unlikely Yeah, that he's going to win this, even with this incredible turnout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Record turnout for both. For both. Biden now is the most votes for a president, president ever, but yeah. Trump's the second. Yeah. They this both is, which passed is incredible. Barack Obama. Which is incredible. But I, I, I was like, I didn't. I guess I wasn't fully expecting to find out one how many QAnon members I did know. Remember that I, I, I was going to put that on FB while because there was a couple responses where they were just straight at it and they said, uh, "Friends, the devil is coming into the White House. That's how serious this is, and or evil is coming." And then in the comments, they said, "The actual devil." I had to look at that again. Like, does this person think Joe Biden is the actual devil? And then it turns out there were some people that also knew this friend through, mm-hmm. and they were saying, "Whoa, like, is this? Are you on these crazy cues?" And then yeah. it turns out, yeah, like now he's made his coming yeah. out as cute. And then there's more of that. It was like. Jesus is leaving the White House type thing. You remember those memes from 16? Jesus is on his way to the White House yeah. type. Yeah. I I mean, at the end of the day, we were talking about my religious upbringing and then shunning. Like, there's part of me when I go vote now where I'm just actively voting against people who think that way. Sure. It's like, Which I is- don't like Joe Biden, but I know you can't stand him, and I also know that you believe in tongues. So... <laughs> I'm voting against you. You're a QAnon who speaks in tongues. I can't think of a worse person. You're an adult with an imaginary friend. That's fine, <laughs> but don't try to legislate around me. Like, that's ultimately where it lands. I'm fine if you believe in God. No, Whatever. I, I did. I but did the minute like you try the, uh, to assert a law that has to do with your faith on me, like, no, we're done. The that's realtors it. out there, I oh, know if, if your candidate doesn't win and you're looking to leave the country, I'll sell your house. <laughs> I saw that. Fuck you. But I, I did have the thought, the fascination this morning, and I totally was like, I really, I, I could do the it. fantasy? The fantasy of me getting out of this country, yeah. being a man of the world, a cosmopolitan, yes, it's still very much alive. And I told her, I was like, it's not, she, she, to her, she kept referring to it as escapism. And I mm. said, that is not what this is. Escapism implies that we have no other choice. No. Or that we're you, running you, away from something. We've got a rep soon, but do you think you'd just be happier in just like a blue state? Like just Connecticut? No. Not like, really. Like but if you're like just culturally and the people you're surrounded by on a day to day basis, the coming and going from grocery stores, whatever job you might have. Because it doesn't matter. That that stuff doesn't matter. That's all illusory. And I guess I know you have to go. It's illusory in the sense that that can easily change. 
Right, but there are some steadfast blue areas. Sure, I mean, I could. I mean, I, I'm not going like to live if in you California just, like, You've already soon, kind of gotten off of Facebook, so it's like if you just disengaged, turned off the television. No, see, you're looking at it. You're looking at it wrong too. And I think that was Leah's kind of initial. She understands me a little bit more now. It's not. This isn't escapism from social media, from red or blue states. It's an, and this count has illuminated some some things. This this. But what but I'm, I'm saying, saying like, is, it's if you, if not. You away, if you if you were confident that your immediate surroundings were because that implies sane that I people. want blue, I don't I don't care. No, no, but if you were like in in this in like you chose, I'm assuming you chose Biden over Trump in this election, and if you were confident that your immediate neighbors in whatever town of Connecticut you moved to were similar thinking to you, wouldn't would you take any sort of like comfort in knowing that like hey that for the next hundred miles I'm not there's no stupid people it f- would feel better but it wouldn't it doesn't but and not as good you're as not like here Belgium. if you let me finish this is 25 years it's kind of like my friend said the other day I was a I, I was a snob mm. and I found it interesting and I'll give you the context because I, I he's like you're funny because you're an enigma because you're southern but you like football but you don't like hunting and you're clearly not Republican mm. more liberal he yeah. like went down the laundry list of contradictions yeah and I said, that's fine. I mean, you're free and open to assume all of those things about me. Well, just so you know, I am a Georgia fan who didn't go there. So yeah, there are some things there, there that are, make sense. Yeah, a lot of things that make sense. <laughs> but uh, I was like, no. He called me a snob because I said it has nothing to do with, with these kind of stereotypical things that you've mentioned. It's that I've, I have a 25-year, very engaged, much more thorough understanding than our average person, at least, of American history. Mm-hmm. And it, once, it doesn't take 25 years. In my mind, it doesn't take 25 years to, to, to learn what I've learned, which is I don't – this concept that we're born here, we're true blue, we celebrate the fourth, mm-hmm. it's us, we're America, we lead the world, has been dead to me for well – before we started this, for well before 2016. And, and I mean, I, I was pretty adversarial from a very early age to this idea of what America is to most people. Hmm. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not patriotic. I don't celebrate the fourth. I'll, you know what I'm saying? I don't do the things that American feel like we have to do. Yeah. And I, once I got a taste of what life was like outside of here, mm-hmm. an understanding that the world exists yeah. and goes on with their day-to-day yeah. without that kind of... It's like I told Leah, it's, hypocrisy is natural mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a personal setting. Right. If you did something hypocritical, we, we both have, if mm-hmm. I did it, there's like an element of like, ah, it's fucked up, but like, that's life. Yeah. You, we, everyone's a little hypocritical from time to time. But this institutionalized hypocrisy that America is like just absolutely yeah, there, there, engulfed in. There's this rah rah America it's diff, bubble. It's a different beast. Yeah. It's it's that's a that's a thing. It's a pill I care not and I can't swallow. So like for me, when I'm telling her these things, I'm like, one, I think it's a it's a it's a warning. I think it's a warning because like I said, there's no democracy that ever lasted. So we're already past due, mm. and I think this is a clear indicator where one side would very much handmaiden tail 70 million other people if they had access to the reins of power to do so. Yeah. And they thought they could get away with it, they would do it. Yeah. And I'm saying there's very dangerous and apocalyptic, if you want to call it that, 
overtones to what could play out here. Right. We joked about Boogaloo Two Civil War, mm. with you know, but it could happen. Yeah. But beyond that, I just don't have a vested interest in living here anymore. Like I don't have a draw that says like I can't live in America. This is America. It's mm. my home. Yeah. I don't have that. So like for me, I when I went to Mexico and and fell in love with parts of Mexico when I went. You know, anywhere, France particularly, but mm. particularly France, to, mm. to, to Bayou and Normandy. I, I knew... you talking I, about the country we saved in World War II? Sure. When I, the, or, yeah, whatever. We don't need to go down there. When I, when I was driving through Aramanche and I, I crested this hill, and it was like, I told Leah today, like, my heart is still there. It never fucking left because you you're driving this green... You're going uphill. It's greens you've never seen. You can smell the sea. And then you literally, your little rental car, your little Renault crests this hill and the entire town sweeps out and unrolls in front of you down to the sea. Mm-hmm. And then you look out in the ocean and you see the old, the, uh, the Churchill wharves, they were called. But just things that Americans and the French built that jutted out to sea, handmade jetties and barges that they where they got goods in even mm-hmm. though it wasn't a traditional port we built a port there yeah. and then you see the thriving industry of traveling americans that come there for d-day and then you see how the french and local and and expat americans turn that into money yeah one guy giving a tour of paris a, a one day mm-hmm. half day even at that half day tour of paris he was canadian lived in france mm-hmm. moved there Canadian tourists became his industry. They'd come to Paris, $300 for a six-hour walkabout, <laughs> showing them the things in Paris that he sees every day. Yeah. Tells them a fancy tale, but and it's not like some tour guide or that's affiliated with right. the local museum. This is just a fucking guy right. that moved there. Leah looked at me and was like, uh, you could do that. Mm-hmm. And I said, fuck yes. So you had a Carmela moment in France. Yeah. Oh my God, bro, bro, bro! Oh my God, bro! Look, I, I almost texted you election night. This is a true to God story, and we'll, and we'll wrap this on this. this is, it's not even a story. I could not watch the coverage, as I told you. It was boring. But I also couldn't get away from like wanting to just to yeah, you know. I'm curious. But the only way I knew to kill it, I turned to Lee and I said, "I'm going to go and I'm going to bed." It was like nine thirty. Mm-hmm. That's about average these days. I'm getting really old. I was like ten thirty is like my max. Before I, I, I'll stay up later than that, but I'm in bed like yeah. on my phone. But it was about 9.30s, I'm going to bed. She's like, yeah, I think I will too. She's like, you're just going to go up? And I said, yeah, I'm just going to go up and watch The Sopranos. <laughs> it was the only thing that made me feel better. Yeah. And I didn't watch those. I watched the early episodes. He's like, when she stopped, he's like, no, we didn't do nothing. We had coffee. The very first episode, I was yeah. like, this is the only thing that makes me feel better. And I almost texted you and was like, hey, man, I'm just watching The Sopranos. And- yeah, on election night, I watched, we don't even have TV anymore, but Hulu. You do have the Hulu, though, right? That's we got the HBO Max on it. Um, we don't have any live TV anymore. We don't. Have I'm saying you have access to The Sopranos, but go ahead. Right. Well, what I was going to say is Hulu during anything significant, elections, debates, Hulu will for free. They will give you access to live streaming, significant like, like news coverage or yeah, yeah. Like so, like I don't have live TV at all. We got rid of Sling and everything. So like, there's no live news. Mm-hmm. But if there's a presidential debate or an election or a hurricane, Hulu will yeah. will say, hey, if you're trying to track whatever, you can watch this live stream for right. free through through Hulu. Sure. I watched ABC News, because that's the one you get through Hulu, for an hour, and I was like, they're not going to figure this shit out. I'm not going to stay up till midnight over something that's not going to be decided probably until Friday or later. Mm-hmm. 
And I went upstairs and I uh, took a shower. Washing I got Gaddy. stoned and I watched Seinfeld and fell asleep. Where are you getting your weed from? I still have my um, my brother-in-law's weed, mm. and it's still it's still very moist because he has one of these it's one of these packs in that jar. And he said, "He said this thing will keep these buds moist." Buds. Uh, well, we can discuss that for uh, a while. <laughs> it still works. I have a lot of it. It's right. It's right up your alley. Very light. I'm not. I'm not pursuing a fresh pot. F U C K. Coming up next, we've got traffic and weather. We got sports. Let's get my dabber. We got the political news update with non-listener Sean. <laughs> Stay tuned. Coming up next, we've got that Nazi from Saving Private Ryan singing. Hi, say can you see? Hi, say can you see? That's the boop. That's the guy boop. That's the boop. Big knockers. Like <laughs> up em. Up em. Up em. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>